Halo, halo, Sacred Icon listeners. We used to do ads for other people, but I decided, why don't we do one for ourselves? Whether you're here listening to us for the first time or you've heard every episode, I'd like to briefly tell you what we're about and how you can support us. We have been doing this podcast since 2019, and with that has come lots of changes. We started as a primarily Halo-only show, but have evolved, combat evolved, over the years to talk about a wide variety of things in the realm of nerd culture. As you can imagine, we've made numerous changes to our platforms, usernames, and emails over the years, so now is the time for me to set things right and give the Covenant back their bomb. You can join our Discord by clicking the link included on our podcast feed. You can also send us an email or a voice message at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. We have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sacredicon, and we no longer use Twitter or X or whatever else the kids are calling it these days. So if you see someone who looks like us there, just know it's not us. Lastly, you can support us on patreon.com slash sacredicon and receive a bevy of bonus content. We're so glad you chose us to be the voice in your ear on this particular day and hope you enjoy the episode ahead. Hey, yo. Halo, halo, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sacred Icon Podcast. We're back with episode 111. It's not Bill Cosby joining us. It's definitely not Bill Cosby joining us. Sure hope not. Uh, we're back with episode 111. That's kind of amazing to see. 111. Soon we're going to be hitting that 117. Sure, boing. And uh, well, Steve Downs join us for that episode. Yes, yes, count on that. Please don't. <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, uh, we're here to kick back and, and have some fun with. Last week we did um, had a major announcement and we did some Batman discussion. I realized, Brian, we forgot to talk about the Lego Batman movie, which kind of blew my mind because that is actually pretty solid. But uh, yeah, we're gonna get into things. So without further ado, I'm your host, Jovial Jurassic Joshua Hargish. You already know. And joining me as always is my buddy, my pal, and my friend. The Fellowship of the Ring to my two towers, because I'm wearing a two towers shirt today. Fair That's right, guys. You can't see it, but it's there in spirit. So uh, Brian Arvett. Because his favorite is also Fellowship of the Ring. It is. It is. But I'm the, I realize I'm the most nostalgic for the two towers, because that, like, when that was out in theaters, that was when I, like, actually really got into Lord of the Rings. Because I rewatched, yeah. I rewatched Fellowship at home. Dad had a copy of it. I rewatched it. And then that was in theaters. But I, by that point... Well, no, I think by that point it was in, in the in-between stage of, like, out of theaters, about to release on uh, video. But uh, anyway, anyway, Brian, I got a quick question for you. So, uh, Okay, I'm, Josh, I got one for you. Will you go first? Okay, hell yeah. Uh, so I'm at work the other night, and I'm just minding my own business, and I'm walking by past the gift card section, and I see this thing that's like uh, Game Hub, or no, Game Grub. It was called Game Grub, and it was just some gift card for, like, you know, food and Xbox or something like that. And I, I got to thinking, when I was younger, I used to, if I had food and I was really immersed in a game, I would eat while I was playing a game. Mm. But nowadays, and probably for like the past five, ten years, if I'm going to eat, I'm going to watch something. Yeah. So I don't really game. So I was just curious, do you at all nowadays at, or at any point, do you ever just you ate while you played? Uh, I don't really like eating while I play games. Controller uh, dirtiness. Controller Reasoness. dirtiness and just like, I don't know. I guess I just want to, I want to relax when I eat and be focused when I play. That's exactly uh, how I am. I think, I think I can probably say that I like my go-to snack is always peanut M&Ms. 
Like, nice, man. That's me too. Yeah. That's my. In favorite. our in our house, we always have a giant bag of peanut M and M's, and when I inevitably eat through all of it, we just buy another one. Like I have like a handful every day. Um, so nice. I do eat peanut M and M's sometimes while I'm gaming. Just grab a few, yeah. pop in my mouth. But uh, like full on pizza or yeah. chicken. Because well, I did that when I was younger. <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, I can't fathom doing it now. I have to watch something if I'm going to eat. It's two separate things. Like if I'm going to play Cyberpunk, I'm like I'll. I'll eat first, then I'll dive into it. But it's funny how much it's funny how much more I value food now than over like over video games. Like if you had asked me when I was fourteen, like food or video games, I would have been like video games all day. But now I'm like, okay, large pizza, Elden Ring. Uh, large <laughs> you buy pizza. Elden Ring. <laughs> large pizza. Man, I saw I saw a meme of someone like punching. It was like a photo of two guys and like the guy throwing a fist is Elden Ring and the guy getting punched on the receiving end of the fist is Skyrim and I was like shut up like I'm not even trying to no, hate on Elden Ring dude, but I'm like Skyrim, Skyrim. game just yeah, game just Skyrim. came out come on people are so hyperbolic about that game dude it's insane oh man but but I'm no, happy, no, happy I will say Josh now that I've played many more hours I will say like if you ever ever decide to play anything souls like it has to be Elden Ring because okay. the the, uh, the ability to not only can you like you can summon stuff and add things to make fights easier, but it's just open world, and if you run into something you can't beat, you just go somewhere else. Mm. Okay. Never you can never do that in Souls games. Before it used to be like you get to this boss and you can't do anything else until you beat him. Now it's just like eh, I'm just gonna run to some other place in the map. Come back later. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, so that's good. Cool. That's good. Josh, let me ask you why. Like, what do you not like about Deathloop? I'm curious because guys, right now, <laughs> just out of curiosity, just out of curiosity, because right Give now, the so preface, every Brian. time. Every time we record, we put in like a chat name, and Josh's chat name right now is Deathloop Sucks Balls. Laugh my ass off. <laughs> it's the most basic answer. It's because I was looking for a name, like Brian said, when I was coming into this recording lobby, and I looked over to my right, and I see my stack of Game Informer magazines, and the one on top is the one that says Deathloop. And I was like, I just want to, I'll just roast it. I'm sure it's a great game. I've, I've seen a lot of so people you have nothing like against it. Deathloop? No, I literally have nothing against it. Okay. It could have been. Really let me see. Let me see what the next like, one is. I'm digging here. Uh, next one is. Is that Tales of Arise? I think it's Tales of Arise. Yeah. So maybe next week it'll be Tales of Arise. Sucks bowels. Sucks bowels. Sucks bowels. Like the the deep seated reasons of like why you hated Deathloop. Like no, I'm really behind on. I think that's Bethesda, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm behind on a lot of theirs. It's a they, PS5 they, exclusive that came out after Microsoft acquired them. It's so interesting. Oh wow, that's crazy. But yeah, um, even Prey. Praise one, I, I go back and forth between like, should I play? Should I not play? I did not. Because I'm kind of, I couldn't I'm even kinda, finish it. Well, I'm petty that it's not the the original like 2006 Prey, yeah. like any. Kind I like of that thing. one a lot better. Yeah, but um, maybe someday. But no, that's literally it. <laughs> so, um, hope people enjoy so Josh, that game. Yes. What's the first thing we're going to talk about? Halo. We're talking about yes. Halo today, guys. Talk about, oh wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Before we go into that, we got to pump the brakes, Sonic. And we got to talk about you got a like second announcement. We we got to at least mention. Oh it. yeah, dude, I am so excited. But I know pe- most people listening are like, I don't care, you know. So come on, they totally care. I don't want to. But we just found out we're having a baby girl, which is baby super girl. Exciting. You gonna come name on, her Palmer? Here, baby girl. Brian, no. Brian, you gonna name her Palmer? That's my baby girl, Palmer. <laughs> that'd be so screwed up. If I, if I, I, I just Palmer. think that'd be cute because it's just like a homage to Halo, but then also you can literally sing baby what, girl Palmer song. If, if we named our daughter. Palmer and mm-hmm. then post it on Sacred Icon's Twitter account. No, it's can't my baby do that. girl Palmer. People will miss, and, yeah. And they didn't, and Halo and 343 did not put that on their website. 
during their like community stuff, uh-huh. then that they lost my respect forever. That's a crime <laughs> against humanity. Yeah, like they named a baby after you. It's just like all those people who named their daughter Khaleesi, and then they're like, "Oh wait, she goes bad in the eighth season." Uh oh, she commits genocide <laughs> against people. You know, that's funny. Like, oh, too bad. Funny to think about. Yeah, that's that's funny. But no, I'm super excited, guys. We wanted to have. We that's amazing. Have yeah, we wanted to have a girl. We we did not want a boy. We would have been happy with a boy, of course, but we really wanted a girl. Found no, out we today. wouldn't. He's lying, dude. I I was like so caught off guard. I was so caught off guard with my excitement because I came in today from work. And Erica's like, guess what? I'm like, what? She's like, we're having a girl. And I was like, are you serious? Oh, my gosh. I fell to my knees, dude. And I hugged her. It was crazy. Aww. It was crazy. I was Romantic. So you guys are so And then we went to eat dinner, and I was just like, I was just smiling. I was just cheesing the whole way through. I was just, I can't wait, dude. Did also, we, we had like, we already got a bunch of like, uh, people gave us free, um, well, Erica's sister gave us some free high quality uh, baby car seats and baby strollers that are all mm-hmm. pink. So, like, if it's a boy, you know. Would have been nothing wrong with pink still. Pink's a no, great color No, we would have still guys. used it, but, you know, once once the kid, because these, these seats last to the age of five, so, like, chances are at some point that boy before five would have went, you know, I don't think I'm feeling this. You, know? <laughs> you never know. You never, never know. know, man. You never, you never know. But, hey, but, yeah, so that's, that's amazing. Great news for Brian. He had the uh, announcement on the last episode. This was so and funny, Josh. This is how much we've evolved in podcasting. I just heard Josh's ring- phone notification go off, and if this was in the first year, I would have been like, "Josh, we got to stop." And I would have been gotta, like, gotta, "Deal with it, Brian." I got to, I got to cut this out and but, edit it uh, together because we can't let people hear your. But now I'm just like, "Go ahead, Josh, take it." I'll keep Brian, it. you've evolved. You've evolved. I'm so proud of you. I, I maybe have evolved in some ways, other ways maybe I've just de- de-evolved. I'm just like, yeah, this is it. This is what you get with the Stick Icon <laughs> podcast now. Uh, we you both have that in our own You get a little Brian, you get a little Josh, yeah. you get a little Monica in my life. A little bit of... How's that go, the next part? A little Mambo bit number of five? Brian, bring it back I with I the need. sequel, Mambo number six? Man, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But no, that's amazing. Congratulations. Brian was so excited last week to give the announcement. He put it on Facebook that um, went public that you know they're having a kid. And now he just finds out the news that he's having a girl. And I got to tell you guys, this he's been telling me so many times, pretty much since I've known about this, that they wanted a girl, they wanted a girl, they wanted a girl, uh, over and over. And, and um, it's happy. It's, it's fucking dope to see that that's actually what it's going to be. It's awesome, dude. But I will say I was associatively, or what do you call it, secondhand salty because I went on when I looked to see what everyone was saying between Erica's post and your post on Facebook, everyone, so many of the comments were like, "Congratulations," and I was like, "Oh, congratulations!" This is the equivalent of people being like, "Happy birthday." Yeah, that's, Josh, that's all you got. Josh hates it when people go on social media that's and all you just got. say "Happy birthday" or "Congratulations." I mean, you don't even have to. I literally, like, I, I think I put like one or two sentences, and that was it. But it's like. That's all you need. Like, put a little flavor on it to show that you that that this is specific to the person you're commenting to, yeah. and not just a generalized greeting of like a birthday card that has. <laughs> I mean, I 99 percent because like the the only the the point one percent the one percent I don't agree is obviously someone taking the time to put congratulations is more than nothing. So I want to be respectful about that. But the yeah, truth it's is, one second. But yeah, but the truth is, is like when I'm scrolling through like. All of the posts, all the ones that just say congratulations in orange, I just, my eyes just skip over them because it doesn't even look like a real post. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I get what Someone you're saying. Someone listening to this who said that's like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, Brian, you're a dick, man. Come on. <laughs> no, but it's true. I, I get it, though. 
if I see if it's my birthday when I'm older, you know, or the fact that I'm older, I, I just want to to hear what people appreciate and like about me. That's that's a gift enough in of itself. But uh, if I just see like happy birthday, I am a thankful. But on the other hand, I'm like, why you? You said I am a thankful. I am a thankful. <laughs> I'm a thankful. But you know, I, you know, I supply the wholesome memes. Or you supply the compliments. Or we split the winnings. Fifty-fifty. If you're not, fuck you. <laughs> I wish I could use audio to make people feel the troll face through the podcast, <laughs> like. Like whenever me and Creighton do troll face, okay, so this you guys know the troll face picture that's on on the internet. You see all the time. It's like black and white, and he's got like a big chin and a big smile. But every time I try to mimic that face, I always go like, it's like ah. <laughs> I wish you guys face. could see. I, I have images of that uh, burned into my brain from when Brian had his house and, was, and Creighton was living there. Creighton would peer around the corner, like, Creighton's way sometimes of coming out of his room as Brian and I were talking, like, in a morning or something like that would be, you know, or or Brian would do the same thing right back to him. Oh, my God. Hello, it's wonderful to see you. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, okay, Josh, what do we think? We're going to talk about Halo. First thing we're going to talk about is uh, there's a lot of hubbub right now. That's right, hubbub. Hubbub? This Halo uh, Paramount uh, TV series. We got another trailer. Uh, we got to see like what it looks like when Master Chief has its helmets off, his helmet off, and it's Pablo uh, Schiebler, Schiebler, however you say that. Schreeper, I, yeah. um, Who knows? Got to see some more stuff. There's been some reviews posted about the, I guess, like critics and publications have received the first two episodes, mm. and there's been some reviews. I would honestly say, like, if I'm being honest, I think they've been a little better than I thought they would be. Uh, I think they're around 60, 65%. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, like, and it, it's hard to articulate sometimes, right, guys? Because, like, if you listen to, if you've been listening to Sacred Icon podcast for a while, you'll know that me and Josh have been very positive about the show. We've said, like, ah, we're, we're open to new interpretations. We're open to what they do with it. And we think it looks fun and we're excited to watch it. And all of that is true. None of that has been a lie. And that is the way I would like to represent my uh, hype and opinion for the show. But, like, at the same time, I think me and Josh behind this, I mean, I think we both kind of, we never thought this was going to be, like, Empire Strikes Back or Game of Thrones or uh, what's another big show? Mandalorian, right? Like, we Mm. never thought, am I correct in saying that, Josh? Yeah, I mean, I've always hoped it would take off like the Mandalorian because no one really, no one really had any expectations with Mandalorian, but it literally took off from, like, the first episode. So I'd love for Halo to do that, but I don't. I don't expect it. At we any never point, thought it I've would be on that quality, it. right? No. But that doesn't that like that didn't taper our like that didn't like really make us not excited. That didn't make us go on message boards and go, oh, the show's not even accurate. Oh, it's gonna suck and the writing's gonna be so bad. Like I'm just there to have a good time. Well, it's just tricky because I think when that was getting announced, the only thing I could really conceptualize in my head was like something that was of similar aesthetics to what's come already, Nightfall and Ford Under Dawn. Which was cool if you're into Halo, but if you're not into Halo, it's like the equivalent of trying to watch Starship Troopers 2. Which, who has seen that? And if you've seen that, it's straight to DVD. You know what I mean? Like, it's just low budget. It mostly cheap, but this show does not look cheap. No. And I'm not even hating on Ford Under Dawn or or Nightfall. It's just, it, it, it had its different budget. And it was another case of, this is so far off. Am I even? Is this even going to happen? Am I going to be alive to see it happen? Uh, 
how many how long is this going to take because the release dates just jumped around and stuff like that so now we're finally getting to see it and it is pretty surreal to see the visuals it is really cool to see pablo with the mask off i wasn't sure if i said mask um i wasn't sure if i was initially going to be okay with that but now I'm realizing I'm pretty much okay because I kind of realized I mean, <laughs> like I was so fine with the casting initially that when I started to think about him with the helmet off, I'm like, why am I bothered by this? I'm like, it's it's its own thing. Like I came back to that. It's its own thing. Let them do whatever they want. And once I kind of like refreshed that in my brain, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. What's it's up funny there? because like I was totally cool with him having his helmet off and now I saw pictures and. It's like it's like my brain doesn't believe it's Master Chief. I'm like, that's just a dude wearing a Master Chief costume. You know what it's I mean? It's funny because he was in Orange Is New Black. I've only ever seen the first season, but he says a line in there. I remember that got quoted around so much during that show's heyday, and he says, "Hell nope." Everyone's used to hell no. He says, "Hell nope." So every time okay. I see him, I just expect Chief to be like, "Hell nope, Cortana." Hell nope. You know what's Maybe. he saying? Halo Five, like naked. He's like, "Hell nope, Infinity." I don't like it. Yeah. Hell no, Infinity. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just like that's the thing is like you know here in like a week or so, Josh and I'll be putting out an episode About a week covering we got so we got so we got so, so. so and there we go co- there we go there we go there we go get it got to want to have it got to need got to get it. Ooh, that's what I liked right there. Man, I love when you, I got that from you. you, you want to have it, love it? Everybody see it? Come on, let's get it together. Go. Oh, oh, I love oh man, I miss the days, Brian, being in the car with you and you do that. What is it? What is it? Red Solo Cup. I uh, you up. Yeah, proceed to proceed party. Then it was like some Eminem song. Or no, was it Eminem or was it Lil Wayne? No, it was the Lil Wayne like, let's F the world, get child out. <laughs> <laughs> some people listening will know. Uh, that's hilarious. But no, guys, like, so when we covered this episode, like, <laughs> we, I, here's the expectations I want to set for you guys when we cover the Halo TV series. You're probably going to get us being excited and talking about the things we enjoyed and liked a lot and being pretty positive on it. Now, that might seem like if you watch the show and you're like, well, this show's nothing compared to, you know, your other big staple shows like your Game of Thrones and your Rings of Power and your Mandalorian or whatever. Gosh, you keep forgetting that's I, coming out. It's probably, it's probably not going to be on that level. And we're probably not even going to think it's as good as those things. But our expectations are just to go in and have a good time with the property we love. So, I mean, I think maybe, Josh, would it be cool? I think, well, I'm probably just going to do it anyways, and I'm sure you'd be on board. Is like, when we, we do, like, we watch an episode, and then we put up a we put up a podcast. I'll be like, okay, Josh, what would you give this, like, objectively as a television series episode? And what would you give it as, like, a subjective, like, just wanting to have fun as a Halo fan? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, those yeah. two schools. No, the, no, that's fine. Because I feel like they'll be very different. I feel like you and me could be like, oh, that was like a 3.5 as a Halo fan. I'm like, Josh, what is it objective? You're like, that point. I think it's going to be sweet, <laughs> though, when there's those moments of, like, references to, like, things. Like, what if a character like Chips Debo just suddenly shows up or is referenced in passing? And you're like, oh, that was a cool. Did you catch that? And I'm like, no, where? No, did you see Warden Eternal? Oh. Awesome. Yeah, we can do without that. But, uh. <laughs> No, I'm excited, though. What I'd like to do also is get your guys' feedback. So like Brian said, if you guys like absolutely hated an episode and maybe Brian and I liked it, if we're going into the episode, like send in an email at sacredicon at – what is it? Sacred, what's the email? What's the email, oh, Brian? Sacrediconpodcast at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. It's been a while since we got it's some emails. Josh. It would be nice to see that. I wish I could relate it to you in a way you'd find funny, but I was just like – I was scrolling through Facebook, and I don't even have like – 
Halo stuff liked on Facebook or anything. I mostly use Twitter. And I came across like the Halo trailer and the first comment that was highlighted was like, Oh, hell yeah! Sergeant Johnson's in this! Oh, wait, that's Captain Keys. Ah, man, that's <laughs> fucked up. Damn. He was just such a dick move. Damn. He's like, see, why can't they just do the characters right? Why do they have to do blah, 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 blah? I was like, man, I've been hearing people bitch about this for two years. Yeah, gonna keep bitching about it probably. But at least the show will be out soon. People can see it and then, like, shut up about that, hopefully. But Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Know, I want to see people. I w- I'd like to see some of you guys, like, send in weekly because the show's coming out Fridays. And we usually record Saturdays, so we'll be able to have that day to digest the episode, come with our thoughts, and if you guys want to send stuff in, you guys can send stuff in, we'll talk about it. We also, I think, I mean, I don't want to speak too soon, but I think we got some guests coming up, so we'll probably have guests on maybe to um, help dish on those yeah, episodes gotta, with us. We gotta get, uh, we gotta get Tony, we gotta get Green Plumber, we gotta get Corey Hanks, and we gotta get, um, uh, Oh my gosh, Josh, help me out here. Brent? Bron- Brentanimo. Brent. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Get, oh, you know, you were right. You said Brent. Brent. I think that's I everyone. Like, what? Is someone else? I think that's everyone, right? Four yeah, people? I think, no, no, no. I think you got it right. But um, well, if not, we'll have to double check. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out. But um, yeah, well, yeah. So, uh, no, I think we do have another patron in there. I think we do. But Oh, we also got a new one. Yeah, we got a, new, a brand new patron that we got. So that's five people. Yeah, hell yeah. So that'll be, oh, Sparky's. Sparky's, that's right. Yeah, he also yeah, yeah, left yeah. a dope review. Yeah, hell yeah. He'll be on the podcast with us too. So yeah, we got quite a bit of Looking that lined up. Yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, which is cool. Um, Josh, what do you think, if you had to guess, what do you think this, you're going to give this show when you get to the end out of 10? Subject and oh, objective. Probably shot in the dark. seven. Probably a seven because I For do, I actually, yeah. Okay. Because an objective, I guess probably a six or a five. I don't know, probably a six or a seven. I do expect this show to be good. Everything I've seen from it actually looks like super impressive, and the CG looks really good. I don't know; it's not too often we get a television show with what looks to be the budget that this show has. And considering Kiki was pretty much completely offhand, from what we know of Infinite's development, because she was so focused on that on the Showtime show, um, I do have some expectations for it. Like, like Brian said, on base level. I just expect this to be fun. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to see Halo. I'm going to see characters I recognize. Probably get some references weekly to bits of lore around the Halo universe. Um, I'm going to look forward to the cannon fodder posts. I'm sure Alex will be putting up. And just um, just seeing the hubbub. It's going to be different because, you know, you listen to other podcasts and they usually either have, like, you know, a new game to talk about or a new show that's come out, a new film. So this is the first time we really get to do something like that, which is pretty exciting, having this week-to-week kind of discussion on that stuff. And uh, the only time until we get, like, a season two. So that's going to be pretty surreal. I look forward to that because the conversation can shift away from Halo Infinite um, shit. You said the name. No, I'm just kidding. Halo Infinite shit to... uh, Actually, talking about a show just, and just going to the discussion. You know, what just you just reminded me of Josh is that crappy you. review we got that was like, I thought these guys were going to talk about like competitive gameplay or you know like deep. I thought lore, about that when I was in the shower earlier. I really did. Like, but then he's like, he, he's <laughs> like, it's basically just two dudes talking about you know how they feel about Halo, and it's like that was supposed to be the diss or the negative, and I'm like, dude, that is what we are, and that's totally how it's going to be like. You guys, can, can there's probably other podcasts you can get that, like, when this Halo TV show comes out, 
they're going to cover an episode and they're going to be like, oh yeah, that uh, that weapon that Master Chief was using in frame 34 at minute 14, yeah, that was actually this weapon and the origins of it are blah, 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 blah. Like you're going to get people who give you the lore and then talk about like every plot thread. But me and Josh are mostly going to just be like, this is what we watched. This part was cool. This part was cool. That part was lame. We liked this. We didn't like this. We're just going to Yeah, talk I'm sure about we'll do a generalized breakdown, but yeah, not probably dissect. Yeah, we're not going to, you know, so. that's just not us. We just like no. to talk about Halo. No, yeah. And there's other podcasts that do different stuff. So Josh, is that a copy of Independence Day behind you? Or am I making that up? Independence Day? Yeah, Back I've here? seen it in the behind the behind you. Oh, no, screen. that's my that's a Dungeons and Dragons Storm King's Thunder adventure model. Oh. I don't know why I assumed Independence Day first above all. <laughs> uh, my family, it's funny. My family does love that movie, though. Shakira and Dad watched that it's so much good. growing up. That was like a movie that they watched so much I got sick of. But oh, yet I see here, it dude. nowadays and it's I'm always like, playing. yeah, nowadays I'm like, this that, that's actually a good movie. We don't talk about Resurgence, though. But uh, no, it's a good movie. But no. Yeah, Josh, uh, I, you're, you're, you're much more positive than I am because I think I'm probably going to walk away subjectively thinking the show's like a 7 out of 10. But objectively, I think it's going to be like a like a two or a three. <laughs> well, it's just because I'm just older now. I just yeah. Halo Infinite came out, and it was exactly what I wanted, and more, and I had fun with that. The multiplayer is super fun. It's super easy to go into and go out of, and I can't wait for the future content. I can't wait to see what it's going to look like in a year's time. I can't wait for the co-op, the forge, all the stuff they're going to put in there. But I'm not foaming at the mouth for it. So this is kind of different for me now. Like every other time a Halo games come out, I get depressed because there's always the 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 pre-hype, the game coming out, and then people isolate, go play it. And then just after a week or two weeks, people start to peter off, and the people that stay there are just playing the same content over and over and over. And nothing's wrong either which way, but it's just that's where it kind of dies. You know what I mean? It's like when it's like when The Hobbit, I'm just pulling this out of my ass, it's like when The Hobbit trilogy came out, and th- when the first movie comes out, when when Unexpected Journey comes out, it's incredible because you've heard about this happening for the longest time, so there's all this pre-hype. What's this movie going to look like? What's it going to do? It's three films. What are we going to get in this? What's the end point going to be? It raises all these questions. How's it going to connect? You know, all these different things you're waiting to see. The movie comes out, there's all this merchandise, right? And then it's suddenly... Oh, man, can't wait for the next one. Desolation of Smog, here we go. Same pattern happens. What happens after that one? Same pattern. However, you get to Battle of Five Armies, and once you go see the movie, that whole experience of looking forward to this stuff is done. It's over. And I kind of hate that because I end up loving that kind of process. That's part of the fun of it for me. So, you know, I'm kind of excited for a Halo that's going to keep me going weekly, at least for, I don't know, what, a month or two? That's pretty yeah. exciting to me. That's just kind of different. That's not something I'm used to with Halo. And I get a kickback. And when they drop lore and shit, for me who hasn't read most of the books, I don't have to be going up on Wiki and looking that up. Don't get me wrong. That's cool to do. But I don't have to be looking that up. This is its own silver timeline. And, and people can wax and debate and speculate right off that. That's pretty cool to me. So I'm excited for it. I'm more excited for it than I would be if it was trying to adhere to that, and I saw I, I say that because I wish Star Wars would do that sometimes. I don't need everything to adhere to canon. Give me a Legends movie. I don't have to take it super seriously. I can just enjoy it for what it is, and you know maybe I'll come out of it liking it more because of it. Maybe I'll like it less, but I really don't think so. The fact that I can take something from a universe I love and not have to get super bent out of shape about the lore, 
makes me able to enjoy it pretty much tit for tat the same way I did when I was a kid. I get into Combat Evolved. Combat Evolved, I have no expectations. I'm just learning this stuff as I go. Same with Halo 2 and to an extent Halo 3. But after that is where you start seeing the lore enthusiasts get like real crazy. And if you step over any lines, they're upset. It's understandable, but it's like, this is fictional shit. So let's not take it too seriously. So uh, going back to the Halo show, uh, I mean, uh, I'm just excited for that reason. I'm just excited. The production looks really good. Um, There's a lot in there. I have no idea what to expect. I mean, I, I haven't seen the Arbiter. You know, I haven't seen a lot of characters in there. And you see characters that you've never seen before. And it's like, what part are they going to play in this? Are they going to die in season one? Or are they going to die in one or two episodes? What's the second season going to look like? Uh, how's, how's it going to end in a cliffhanger? Are they going to run us through rough, roughly the events of the original Halo games? Or are they kind of doing their own? You know, you know, there's so many questions. And I like that I'm at that point rather than like, oh, they're adapting Halo Combat Evolved completely or something like that. Or Fall of yeah. Reach. And we're going into that. Because then, then you got that comparative nature. And then your mind suddenly shifts to like... Like, did they do a good job? Did this hold up? Oh, that's what this looked like. Oh, I always imagined they'd done this thing slightly different. Yeah, exactly. So the fact that it gets to be its own entity is just such a plus to me, and it makes me excited for it. Yeah, I'll just say like uh, it's crazy because I'm going on week two, completing the second week of not using Twitter at all, and once again just not seeing all the vitriol and 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 like people complaining about Halo. To me, Halo just feels like all is good in the world, right? It does. It really it feels like Halo Infinite was the last game that came out. And it offered a great campaign with great gameplay. I'm not saying it's perfect, but like my general, like when I just think about my own experience with Halo Infinite, I'm like, that was a great experience. Like once I get in the mood again, I'm going to go back and play that campaign. I'm going to go back and do some multiplayer with the boys. Like once I get in the mood, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just cool. And that feels, that feels good. <clears throat> and then um, another thing is just, uh, I was kind of thinking about how uh, somebody from our discord and one of our patrons, Blind Valkyrie, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, she was saying that um, she saw uh, Hidden Xperia's like pre-Halo TV show YouTube video talking about his expectations and what he thinks about it, mm. and it kind of got her feeling like bummed or less hyped because of some of the things he said about it. I'm just like, yeah, that's just it's just so representative of what like social media does to us, like with getting to see the influx of everyone's opinions at the same time. It 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 affects the way we think and stuff, mm. and like. Just not having Twitter for the last couple of weeks and just being able to think about Halo as this fun thing I enjoy and that I grew up with and then just being excited to experience the show for however it is and just continue. I mean, just it just it's my own thing, right? Like I just not having that influence of of everyone online like there, there's a benefit to like the Internet gave everyone a voice, which is a great thing. But it also then it, it's also like that's a double sided coin. Yeah, it's like sometimes it's almost not natural too. It's like everybody has a voice, so mm-hmm. so now you can get these ideas in your head you never thought. You know, like right? No, yeah, it's it's, it's interesting. Really it's harder to live off grid now more than ever. To <laughs> pull a Phil Spencer quote, you know, because you can't really do that nowadays. It's weird to go back to. I think back to the '90s, and I go back to like when I would see films like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and stuff like that which just had so much hysteria, so much hype, Mortal Kombat even to an extent. And these are based off pre-established things. And if those had come out nowadays, they'd be broken down, dissected, reacted to. Yep. And that would influence people either which way of the coin, you know, either side of the coin. 
but you know, I, I went into those movies with no expectations, just being excited because I already liked those existing franchises. Dude, I love the Super Mario Bros. movie. I love it so much. Yeah, dude, same here. Same here. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Ouija's like, me too! <laughs> but, yeah. uh... I want to yeah. watch it so bad. I don't it, have it a copy. Is. Oh, dude. Man, I, I gotta see if that's streaming somewhere, because I had to buy mine on DVD. They got a Blu-ray version, but you have to... It's like... it's. I think it's a different Yeah, I remember region. you saying that. Yeah, so bogus, but... um, But anyway... No, I get it. It's harder to live off grid, and when it comes to Halo and stuff like that, it's hard. It's hard. I'm, I'm who knows. I'm sure there's some point we've said something about Halo in the past that got people unenthused, or other times we got people oh, yeah. way excited. But yeah, it's kind of tough. That does come with that influence. You know what's great too? Like even on the opposite spectrum. I'm sorry, did I interrupt you? Too bad, Josh. No, you're fine, man. Thank you um, though for being considerate about that. But no, you're good. Like uh, t- two things I've really enjoyed in the last couple weeks while I've been off Twitter. I've really been enjoying Elden Ring. And I really enjoyed watching the Batman. And another another thing that's been beneficial, because like those things have both mainly been praised, Elden Ring and the Batman mostly. So there really hasn't been a lot of toxicity right. around that. But that's been another benefit too. Like I'm so used to getting on the internet and seeing just like this wave of people gushing about how much they love Elden Ring or how much they love the Batman and how I think this may be my favorite Batman movie ever. I think it's a masterpiece. I think Elden Ring makes Skyrim look like poop, or like you said earlier, you know, like yeah. all these things. And it's like, not only is it like, does that kind of kill the mood for me when it's like, even if I agree these things are awesome, it's like, okay, I didn't need to see all that. And then two, it like it makes it feel like you need to like work hard or try hard to get your opinion out there because everyone else's is out there. It's like, what do I say if I think Elden Ring is an exceptional game or the Batman is an exceptional movie? What do I say to get my opinion out there that anyone's going to notice when everyone else and their mothers already said the same thing? And I think Josh kind of touched on that in the Batman episode. It's like, why does somebody come out and say, 1010 Masterpiece, one of the best movies I've ever seen? Yikes. Because how do you get the attention on you when you're talking about something everyone's talking about? What do you do? You get hyperbolic about it, right? You're like, instead of just being like, 9-10, love that movie, had a great time. You're like, 10-10, best movie I've ever seen, top of my list. I own it on five editions, and I saw it in 3D, and I showed my grandma, and you just, you go, you try to like, you try to <laughs> it's add It's funny, because in your these, case, that's kind of true with Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> for Dark Knight Rises, I did, yeah. It's like, you try to throw all these like little titles on yourself yeah. to give yourself more credibility. Mm. And what I'm noticing when I'm not really using social social media is I don't feel as inclined to do that because I don't see what anyone else is saying about the movie. Obviously, I see like, you know, Rotten Tomatoes is getting good scores and in our Discord, people are playing Elden Ring like this is a great game. But like for the most part, I just don't see it. And I'm just like, I run into somebody at work and I'm like, they're like, you seen the Batman? I'm like, yeah, dude, it was awesome. He's like, yeah, it was so good. I love that right. part when blah, blah, blah. And like we just talk about it, and we're both just fans, and no one's trying to like circle jerk who's the bigger fan, like yeah. the internet does. So, man, I just kind of wanted to rant there about. No, you're stuff, right though, like, because I, yeah. that does kind of happen. Like with Halo, for example, people can come out there and do that. Like when the multiplayer came out, and everyone was doing that, and it made complete sense to do that. But individually, everyone's doing it themselves, right? So it's like, like if I'm putting out my opinion, and I'm just wanting to say, man, I think this might be some of the best multiplayer I've ever played of Halo. Yeah, I'm putting that out there. That's my own singular thoughts. But then it gets pulled in this collective pot that gets stirred around. Yeah. And then it's just suddenly everyone kind of like saying not not quite the same stuff, but you got everyone just throwing their and voices out there. if you just said that, like it might be one of my favorite ever, mm-hmm. that's going to fall below and not get looked at near as much as the other guy who's saying, 
this multiplayer makes Halo 3's multiplayer look like shit. Yeah. Because now everyone's like looking at that person like, whoa, what'd you just say? That is kind of what we've like devolved to is like people have to compare something to another. Like, you know, I've been thinking about this. I do think The Dark Knight is still probably the best Batman film that I've seen. I would honestly say that that is a film I would probably consider close, if not a masterpiece. I don't think I I think it's like almost basically as perfect as you can get it. It's almost perfect to me. Yeah. But I would say the Batman is probably second place for me right now. I would probably put that at number two. But, you know, it's still so new. Still needs so much time to let it gestate. But, man, people out there are like, you know, you you suddenly have to compare the two. And it's like so you basically you're taking the new one that you think is real good. And then you're taking the top dog and you're seeing if it can dethrone it. And you're using that to weigh and measure this one's quality. And I just don't know why you have to debate things. You know, I you know I hate that. I hate that people do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, like, like Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite was a really good game, but it was nowhere near the original trilogy. Yeah, like, I would well, hate. I would hate to can see it the, just be a good game. Exactly. You know? I would hate to see the show come out, and by the time the season one's done, that people are like, "Hmm, uh, you know, I liked it, but not as good as Forward Under Dawn." Or someone's like, "Loads better than Forward Under Dawn." It's like I, in one sense, I get the conversation, but on the other hand, it's like, can't you just say? this is really good. I think this might be one of the best productions yeah. they put out, you know, or the worst. So I don't know why people have to do that. I, I, I like, I get it. It's just, you see it be so commonplace now that it gets a bit annoying. And then you feel like you can't even really engage with people. And so sometimes people just do that shit to just like, I mean, it's clickbait. It's clickbait. It's hot takes just to get, just to stir debates. People want to, people want to talk. And then, you know, if you put something out there, and then someone likes it, uh, then you're going to have a shit ton of people that are like, but you feel like you're validated. And then when someone comes in there and debates it, you know, it's just, I don't know. I hate that whole thing. I even devolving going on that rant, but uh, it is kind of nice. I haven't been using Twitter as much. I get on there and I kind of retweet or I post something real fast and I'm kind of off and I've been using my Instagram stories more and it sounds real conceited, but the fact that I'm kind of in my own echo chamber of just posting a picture on an, on an Instagram story like Snapchat and just, you know, I can see who sees it, see, you know, and, and whatnot. That's pretty much it. You know, I'll get some people that message me stuff. Like, Tony and I will sometimes talk back and forth on there. But um, I'm not really subjecting myself to, like, the populated opinions of all these pop culture experiences. So, that's kind of it's kind of nice to be isolated from that. I'm definitely seeing the benefit because you guys got to remember the reason why we're on this rant is because like we've been doing this for like two years consistently. And to Brian's credit, he's been on the Twitter every day for like two years, consistently making posts, interacting with people and so on and so forth. That's a lot of time to be subjected to all that. And the conditioning that that has on you, it's, it's a lot. For over two years, the sacred icon account, the notifications constantly said 20 plus. Mm-hmm. Like it's say I get up, I wake up in the morning, half hour early. I'd spend thirty minutes catching up on notifications, and then I'd put my phone down. I'd take a shower, eat breakfast, and then I before I get in the car to go to work, I check my phone again. It would say twenty plus notifications. Like the phone always said twenty plus notifications on Twitter. I can only imagine how much that probably drained your battery just if the notifications were. Popping oh, dude! Up. Since I gave up Twitter, my battery never dies anymore. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> That's good. I actually bought one of those anchor power banks to charge it at work because it oh, nice. dies so quick. Yeah. And now that I have, I don't use Twitter. It's just never, because it would just be constant. And that's the thing is like, that's what sucks too is like people will never realize. And I know everyone listening is like awesome, but like there was certain individuals who would spend a lot of time making sure that 
they said something awful on the tweets that I made or for sure they would they would or somebody would retweet something we posted and make a joke about it and try to get a bunch of people to hate on us and it's like you know I'm just trying to make this stuff fun I'm trying to make uh you know bring some hype to Halo bring some positivity and like you know I people only see what's on Twitter but it's not really it's not really a real all right like I may be posting some on Twitter every day or two but I'm not sitting there staring at the Twitter screen the entire time. I post it, and then I go away. And then, like, in the Twitter community, if the post that we... If we say something like, oh, uh, you know, 343 launched a good game in Halo Infinite. And then it gets, like, it gets like 400 retweets and 2,000 likes and tons <laughs> of comments. And people are like, oh, so you're just dismissing that the game launched content incomplete. It's like, no. I'm, and I'm not going to sit here and have this discussion with you either. I'm just saying... 343 launched a good game. That's it. You yeah, you're make filling, it what you're you filling in blanks. You're, you're looking for problems right there you know, yeah. when you have that kind of question. We, I, we literally had someone the other day, Brian, I saw that was like, who is we? It was off one of your last Oh, tweets. yeah. It's, and he was like, who is we? We've been getting that for, for like, two years. No, we've been getting that. Who love, is we? It's like, we. Like, I hate it. Josh and Brian, sacred icon, guys. God damn. Like, you just look at the you fucking bio banner. You don't speak for me. Yeah. You're yeah. right. People are wack. I don't speak for you. <laughs> we speak for Sacred Icon speaks for Brian <laughs> yeah. and Josh. That's what it's always been. But yeah, real excited uh, for you. Remember the that show, you remember that guy? What's that? Remember that guy, Josh, we brought him up in the show before? I don't know who his name was. I wouldn't call I wouldn't call him out if I did remember his name. But remember that guy who uh during the flight for Halo Infinite, he's like, based on just based off this flight, I think this might be my favorite Halo Halo. Company. I do remember you mentioning that. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, come on, dude. Really? Just give it, yeah, man, I don't know. It's so weird. It's so weird nowadays. I'll go see Multiverse of Madness, and maybe it'll be amazing, and I'll come out of it, and I could be the person that's like, I think this might be the best thing Marvel's ever done. It's like, I'm kind of, in a way, I'm kind of dismissing, like, the past, like, almost 20 years of content that they've been putting out. It's like, can't I just say it's amazing, and it's good, and you should go experience it, and that'd be enough? Maybe. Doesn't it say something about our intelligence as consumers when, so like Josh, let's say you and me go see Multiverse of Madness, we talk about it in the car, it was a great time, we really liked it, get yeah. back home. The second we get on Twitter, the tweets, the tweet says, somebody tweeted, man, Avengers Endgame sucked ass. Yeah. Because they saw Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. And it was so much better that their tweet is just talking about how bad Endgame was. Right. And it's right. like, what? Like, Why? <laughs> No, Why it's we weird, man. We're, words are so so powerful, and uh, it's so easy to speak things. It's so easy to say negative things. That's why we all are guilty of giving like criticisms in our heads to other people externally, gossiping and stuff like that, um, talking shit, talking trash online, you know, and we're behind a keyboard and stuff like that. It's just so easy to do that stuff, but it's so hard to say nice things, and it's so hard to like take time to really structure how we want to say. And most people don't want to do that because that takes time and energy, and we live in a go 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 world. But you know, I wish more people did that. And I mean, I don't even do that all the time, and I wish I did more. It's 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 annoying. I wish people put more thought into things. Just because you have the outlet to put the voice out there doesn't mean you need to um, shit everything into it. 
you know? <laughs> so, but hey, back to the Halo show. I am excited for it. I am genuinely excited for this show. It is going to be nice. This is going to tide me over until Kenobi mm. in May. Nice. So I can't wait for that. That's going to be cool. And we have all this, uh, a lot of movies coming out here soon. We're hitting big with like uh, New Fantastic Beast, you know, obviously Multiverse of Madness. And a bunch of other stuff, Jurassic World in June. So it's just going to be a super fun time. It's nice to see the summer blockbuster type fun come back with content. And we're going to sort of kick it off with some Halo. It's going to be cool. Yeah, Josh, I was actually thinking, you know, I gave you an idea for our last kind of segment of this podcast today. But I was thinking, I actually had something come to mind that I think would be a little bit better on on the topic of Halo. So, so Josh and I privately kind of been talking behind the scenes and like texting each other every now and then when... When somebody from 343 leaves the studio, you know, when we see uh, that employees are leaving and it feels like as a consumer seeing social media, it feels like leaving in droves. I I think it's probably a little it's probably a little hyperbolic to say that because, Mm. you know, we're probably basing that on three or four big names we've seen leave or Mm -hmm. people that were notable. But I mean, Josh, what do we think? I I guess we we know a little bit just from behind the scenes. We've heard a little bit about like contract work and how Mm -hmm. Microsoft, a lot of times they'll hire people to work on Halo for for 18, they'll hire people to work on Halo for 18 months off an 18 month contract. They'll learn the engine, they'll learn the game, contribute. And then by 18 months, Microsoft says, okay, you've served your contract, you're gone. They're not a permanent employee. And then the, the knowledge and the, Everything, all the talent that that person gained is now gone. They're not part of the studio anymore. They go find a job somewhere else. So we know that's definitely a problem with like Microsoft not retaining people. And then of course you have how long Halo Infinite was in development. You have the the pandemic. You have a fan base that's always, you know, I feel like I have to be wrong because it always seems like Halo. Like, obviously, Halo has some amazing fans, you know? Like, we have experienced so many amazing Halo fans, and the side of the Halo community that's so amazing. But it's really hard to not see the side of the Halo community that is so bad and so annoying and toxic and awful. And it makes me wonder, I'm like, are all franchises this way? And I know some people are like, yeah, all franchises are that way. But it just seems like whenever I get into, like, a Batman mood or a Star Wars mood or a uh, Lord of the Rings mood... When I start to go to those places on the internet, it never seems quite as bad. And I'm sure that's probably anecdotal. Like, I probably am not realizing how it's all the same. But it just seems like Halo fans are just so demanding and awful. And I'm like, it's got to be hard on top of the contract work and the six years or so of development. And and then now the game comes out and it just seems like the whole community is just like, you guys sucked at this, this, this. There's none of this in the game. There's none of that. I can't believe you guys don't have content out quicker. Then you got big YouTubers putting out videos like why Halo Infinite was disappointing, why Halo Infinite's going to fail, why Halo Infinite will never be successful. And it's just a constant barrage of that. And I know, like, it's probably best to be in a mental, like, for your mental state, it's probably best to not look at that stuff. But you got to know, Josh, like, the way we look at people who say things about Sacred Icon, only imagine if you were working on Halo, you'd want to look and see what people are saying. I'm like, it just seems like there's no winning there, and I'm just thinking, like, I don't know, Josh, I'll pass it over to you, but, like, what do we, do we think what's going on with Halo Infinite and the studio at 343, do we think it's typical where it's just, like, because what's typical is for, like, a big AAA game to come out, and then once people get it out the door, they go to another job. That's pretty common for, like, yeah. you know, people's positions get changed and people leave and go somewhere else. Do you think that's what's happening with 343, or do you think it's worse? I mean, I think it's a mixture of both. I think it is. I think there's probably more to it than what it seems like. But also at the same time, we're only seeing 
people tweeting out that they they're leaving and they had a great experience and stuff like that. Some of that's just commonplace. You know, the game comes out and people move on and then you have kind of a more core team that kind of sticks around for the post-launch content and stuff like that. But, you know, I don't know. It's hard to say. I just, I think a lot of people were ridiculous in expecting this game to come out and weekly or monthly be getting like consistent content drops. Because you know what it is, Brian? It's like people people will say, no, we didn't expect that type of stuff. We know oh, we know co-op wasn't coming yet. We know Forge wasn't coming. But people still kind of expected that in the back of their minds. Because mm-hmm. the moment the moment we get past the first month, the moment we even get into the new year, people are like, this is it? Well, it's once you know? the newness wears off. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The honeymoon phase is over. So then the criticism sets in. And the people who were like, I think this might be the best Halo ever are like, I don't know about that anymore. you know. And they won't acknowledge that. I hate that shit. But I think what it is, too. When it comes to people leaving, it's difficult because in one hand, like Brian kind of made the point, you got people that come and go with these kind of things. Um, and it's kind of a revolving door in that way that they don't have people that are just sticking around. We also know that you, they use even they use the coalition and stuff like that to help them out. This yeah. was a hodgepodge mix. Three, four, three so far, unless you know Brian can correct me on the spot, haven't really ever done a sole product by themselves without having some kind True. of external help. And that's not bad. It's just we're more privy to that because we're in the Halo community. It's not to say it doesn't happen anywhere else, but it's also not to say it does. And the thing a lot for more me, expected of a Halo title than a typical game. Yeah. The thing for me is it's like sports teams. If you know anyone who watches sports nowadays will understand what I'm saying when when you were younger, you had players that would get drafted to a team and would spend the majority of their career, if not their entire career, on a team. Nowadays, people just go everywhere. They do one or two years in Miami, then they'll spend another year in, you know, Seattle, then they'll go to another team. And what happens when that goes into effect is you kind of you get this temporary excitement, like when some big popular player comes to your team, to your city, you're excited, but there's no longevity there, and you also don't know how long they're gonna last. But because of that, you don't really get a chance to develop chemistry. And that's what I really wanted to talk about with that is you don't get a chance for that to really grow and, 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 and be nurtured. And I, that's where I kind of come back to with, I think it's a mixture of both with that at three, four, three is on some hands. Some of these people are just hired on temporarily to come in and help with certain things. But then other times, you know, that these are other people that are in bigger positions. And we went through Tim Longo. We went through, I'm totally forgetting his name right now. I love him so much. Chris Lee, thank you so much. I hope he's doing well. And, you know, go to, um, oh, my God, I'm blanking right now. Joe Staten. I can picture his face. (laughs) Brian's coming in clutch this episode, guys. And, uh, you know, but you go through that, and that's such a big, important position. And it doesn't necessarily mean there's trouble in paradise. But when you do see, like, two come and go, one does begin to wonder if there are some issues and changes. and, and, And obviously the pandemic affected that stuff. But... There's some stuff there that was problematic, and every studio has it. But damn, it did seem like a lot happened with with Halos. But it that's the problem to me is that you have so many coming and going that you don't have time to really grow as a family. You're just a revolving door, and a revolving door makes sense, you know, temporarily when you have temporary people coming in to help out. It's like a job, you know, some, like if I work at a grocery chain. Sometimes we've had to go over to other stores to help them out if they're shorthanded or vice versa. Temporary thing. But it's different when you actually have like full-time 
big positions that are being left or, you know, like the multiplayer lead left, I, you know, Andrew Witz, I think it was. And yeah. on one hand, I can see why he left because the core conception of multiplayer was done. It's finished. And he probably helped see a lot of post stuff, uh, getting, getting the prototype and, and, and ready. So then the people that are staying there can just kick it off. But like on one hand, I can see where maybe he didn't really need to be there anymore. The other hand, I think he said, and I could be wrong, that he wasn't really looking to go anywhere else at the moment. He was just taking some time. And that tells me like maybe he was pretty burnt out and maybe he was really just wanting to yeah. get away from it. And again, we're just speculating, so take it for what you will. I'll pass it over to you, but I, I mean, I, honestly, I just come back around to, you know, it, it'd be like if, if I didn't, if I wasn't a part of Sacred Icon. And if I left, let's say I left, not plan on it, guys, but if I left and then Brian's here is the constant, but then you constantly have a guest coming in every episode or something like that. That's cool in one sense, but then you kind of miss out on that core connectivity of the, the chemistry that can be there between two people. So I think you kind of miss that at three, four, three, although I'm hearing that the initiatives having the same issue, supposedly. I heard that too. So hard to know what to think. What's your thoughts? I think it's uh, I think it's a combination of things. I think the things that I don't think are three four three exclusive. Things that I think are industry wide. I think just game development is extremely hard and always mm-hmm. has been. And I think game development has operated with constant crunch and constant ridiculous expectations from both the management and consumers. Right. So I think that's a consistent across all uh, the game industry. I think what might be uh, ex- like, ex- exclusive to 343 might be a combination of... I mean, I think contract work probably exists across the whole industry as well, but like right. it seems like to be very... That's the term seems to be for. Seems to be very integral to 343's existence as a studio is the mm-hmm. constant contract work. And then just the... I mean, the, the, the COVID is another well, there, part of it. Like, I, I, think, I, think, I think the... I'm sorry, man. I'm interrupting you. I just say the pandemic's another part that studios everywhere are having to deal with, and the fact that uh, I think there's just less people out there in the hiring pool for studios right now. Like yeah. that's what we've heard from many studios is like uh, they're trying to hire in Ooh. talent who can do the job, but they're just not there. You get you give me an interesting thought, Brian. Okay, do you think it's possible that Kiki Wolfkill being gone for most of this game, being more focused on the Halo Paramount show? is pretty much the closest equivalent we've had to back in the Halo 2 days of when Jason Jones took a sabbatical and was away for a lot of Halo 2's development. Well, I like I like the the, the similarities there, but I, I don't I don't think Kiki I could be wrong. I could be 100% wrong. I don't think Kiki was ever spearheading like the game design at any point in her career. Was she? I yeah, mean, I, know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I mean, I think she had like. I, don't get me wrong. I think she had very big like. In, like she had a ton of importance and like um, involvement in mm-hmm. Halo Four and and especially Halo Four and, and probably Five, but definitely Halo Four. But like, I don't think it was like lead of game design or anything like that. I think it might have been something to do with more like story and franchise and, and involvement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if right. it would be quite like that. But I mean, you got to look at it like. Halo Four. It was uh, Josh Holmes was like the. I miss Josh. Kid. I miss Dan. The, I miss there was also guys. the, 
There's also the Morgan Lockhart was a writer for Halo 4. She wasn't there past 4. Mm. And the dude from uh, BioWare, uh, the Mass Effect guy, he was there for Halo 4. Okay. Chris something. I can't remember his name. Shre- Sheriff or Shreff? Mm. I'm not I sure. Know, something like okay. that. Um, but and then you, get to, you, get, you get to Halo 5 and it's, you know, you still got Josh Holmes, but now you got Tim Longo. Um, so you got Brian Reed. Brian Reed. Yeah. Shout out uh, to Brian. Got, I, I like, do miss him, though, in a way. Yeah, and then you get as to now, you see. get to Halo Infinite, and we know names like Andrew Witts. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what's another one? Help me out here, Josh. What's another? Uh, oh, uh, what's um, uh, <laughs> Fernando? <laughs> Fernando? Yes, yes. Uh, like we got. So it's like each each game has felt like it's like spearheaded by a different team and like has a yeah. different crew, you know. And each game feels like it's had a different. Like motive? Do you feel well? That that's way? what I mean. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like I think, I think it's just changed from when we were younger. Because I like okay, going back from Halo Two documentary to Halo 3's documentary, I can remember watching the Halo Three stuff, the the vid docs and whatnot, basically. And there was a lot of people in there that I was like, huh, you weren't there in the Halo Two one, you know? Kidding me? Who's uh, yeah. you know, just not cognizant uh, cognizant of all this stuff? I'm like, huh, you weren't there. And then I'm also like, where's that guy? You know, and then you don't realize that they either laugh the or one thing, know, new people come in. But it just seems, it feels like it changes so much more nowadays. Doesn't it seem like Halo 1, 2, and 3, though? Doesn't it kind of feel like they were just like a core? building Halo and then rolling into the next one? Yeah. Yes. It just felt like they just kind of, it felt like it was this big like snowball that started with Combat Evolved and it just kept rolling. It grabbed more people and then yeah. did two and grabbed more people in three. And then it kind of felt like once they got done with three, they're like, okay, Microsoft, we want to leave. All right, we'll make the deal. We'll do Reach and ODST and then we're out. You know, it just felt like it kind of snowballed into that place. Whereas 343 seems more like a concerted effort. Like Halo 4 felt like, let's build this team and have them give Halo their own identity. And then people were like, no, we don't like your identity. And they're like, okay, let's go this way with it. And we did Halo 5. And then people were like, no. And they're like, okay, let's go this way with Infinite. And I think Infinite, for the most part, They've got right, but now people are saying, oh, it doesn't have as much content and features as this game does. And it's like, yeah. there's really no winning there. Josh, one last, because we're... We well, I was going to say, uh, hold that, hold that. Go ahead. I was going to say, ahead. I mean, there's a lot of different factors in that. One, you know, you're a studio that's basically developing off of a saved game. Like someone's, someone's other, uh, someone else's creation, you're being tasked with, you know, carrying that yeah. IP forward, which is like kind of challenging in and of itself. Two, you know, I've heard low-key that it can be really difficult for directors and writers alike when it comes to things like Star Wars to make those products because they have to constantly check in and say, oh, can I tell that, can I bring in this character? No. Can I Can I mention this? No. Can I do this? Yes. And it's constantly like a checklist when it comes to the lore. You, The more lore you get, the more difficult and more long it takes to kind of get these things out. And then, you know, then you get those little like things that slip through the cracks, little mess ups and stuff. And then there has to be retcons. And then it just gets harder the more you go. And again, that's why I come back to the show being excited because it gets to be its own thing. It doesn't have to adhere to that. But that's a big factor of it, too. You know, and then also, like Brian said, the pandemic, there's so many factors. It's just but it does suck that it's like, you know, I love 343. I love the people there. But it does suck that it's like. It does seem at times that they're kind of like a chicken with their head cut off, quite yeah. frankly. And I know that's a lot of game development. We're just more privy to Halos, but um, it's unfortunate because we do care about the people there and, and we do love 343 itself. What, what was your question, man? 
say last kind of question to sum up this conversation, Josh, before we went into like the reviews and different stuff we've got from people. And sure. again, I got a voice clip too, Josh. I don't think I told you that. Oh, you did briefly, yeah. I think. But yeah. Awesome. awesome. But awesome. the last question I want to ask you is, what do you think, when I say Endgame, by the way, I'm about to say Endgame, but when I say Endgame, I don't mean the last year that Halo Infinite is available. I'm saying Endgame as in Halo Infinite's peak. Yeah. Um, when Halo when Halo Infinite gets to its Endgame, gets to its peak, let's say it's two, three years from now, mm-hmm. do you think it'll be in a good position? Do you think it'll be a solid product that people look back fondly on? Because my opinion is, once we have a couple years... And we've get and they get the content out like the co-op, the forge, extra maps. They build onto the game. They story DLC. I think as the years go on, we're going to get to a point where Halo Infinite is at a really solid place. And I, in some ways, I think it's solid now. But what I'm saying is, we get to a point where the multiplayer and the story and the content features, it's just all there and it's booming and it's 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 got the time to breathe. And it's you know people are playing it on Twitch and things like that. Do you think that's going to be do you think we're going to arrive at that point? Because I think I really do. I have faith in Halo Infinite getting there. I don't think we're like in some doom and gloom like game. No, right now. no, no, no. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because it actually it meant it, it reminds me of something I mentioned earlier, and I forgot to kind of conclude that um, topic. But all these games come. People were expecting this game to come out and pretty much have that more or less kind of by now. But dude, what? Damn, live service game has done that. Show me it, and and I'll shut up. But like, there's no live service game that's done that. Every live service game takes about a year before it's kind of like actually feels like it's properly ready to kind of go out the box. So it feels like Maybe a year. Fortnite it almost exception. It is well, yeah, but it almost I feel like feels it like, always had content. It feels like a, a a year's worth of being in game preview is what it feels like. Sea of Thieves had their one year anniversary on the one year they got the campaign. Destiny, I mean, that's kind of self-explanatory with a lot of Destiny stuff. I mean, Taken King, I think, was the first year anniversary, somewhere around there. Um, you know, in the second year, you had, uh, oh, shit, what was it? Oh, my God. Not the Taken King. What was the, ex- oh, Forsaken, which was so damn good. You know, a lot of these live service games that are in good states took about a year. It's going to take about a year, but I don't really think it's going to take longer. I really don't. Yeah. We know that the co-op is going to be, it's just been more challenging. They already mentioned why simply because, you know, it's, it's more open. It's a lot harder. It's provided a lot more challenges. How am I trying to figure that out? So it's going to be worth the wait. It's going to be real fun to experience that. And then you have forge, which sounds like it's going to be bigger than ever. I mean, to their credit, forge has only continually gotten better in my opinion, with my limited experience with it, which if I If they realized. put Halo 3 level Forge in this game, it would have came out at launch. Exactly. So uh, it, that gets better. So it's it's understandable in some ways, especially with the pandemic and especially with fans. I mean, I've seen people say now on Twitter, this is the thing that's like, I respect the people saying it, but it's the, 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 the opinion that I have an issue with. People saying this game should have come out in 2022. And a lot of the people that have said stuff like that are the very people that couldn't wait for this game, that didn't want yeah. to wait for this game anymore. And granted, there's some people that that, that aren't like that, that don't fall You and me on record, Josh, we said but, play it from the beginning. Uh, yeah, I would have liked to have seen a holiday this year. But, you know, regardless of that, it's just it just sucks. It takes about a year for this stuff, but I think that's all it's going to take. I don't think it's going to take three years, four or more or whatever. I don't even think it's going to take two. I just think by the time we get to November that this game will be in a real good state. We'll have gotten co-op. We'll have gotten forge. We'll have been, we'll probably be in our third season of content. 
and we'll have things a bit more figured out. It, it because that's a big part part of it too. It's not just the lack of content and waiting for it and a lot of the radio silence. It's also the team kind of figuring out what they can do. I think people go in with this expectation that people doing a live service game just have it all figured out because they promote this that they do. And that's understandable. But remember guys that like they're a company like any other and they can't come out and just be, and they can't, they're they're not going to come out promoting their game that they developed that they need to make money on and say, Hey, we're not fully sure how we're going to do this. We're going to figure it out as we go. But that's very much the thing. That's very much what happens in a lot of ways. And this is so new for 343. Just got to give them time. Yeah, and I think the last thing I'll say on the matter is, is like, you know, people want to get into this like doom scrolling, doom spiraling, like just doom and gloom thing where they're like, oh man, Halo Infinite's been out for months. It's lacking content, doesn't have co-op, doesn't have Forge. Tons of people are leaving 343. It's over, man. We're screwed, man. It's over. We're screwed. (laughs) Game over, man. Game over. Yeah, and and the truth is, guys, that's just not how it works with these with these companies. They don't. The companies just don't read the message boards and see the hysteria and go, you know what? You're right. Things look bad. We give up. And then immediately jump out the window. Yeah, this stuff's gonna this stuff's gonna happen. Whether it's as soon as you want or it takes a lot longer, we're gonna get to the point where co-op and forge is out, where we have well, season two, season three. I know of every content. game's different, but I just think of like uh, another studio of Microsoft's rare. Uh, year one year the game came out and it was pretty baseless uh, with Sea of Thieves so it didn't really have much to offer and then in, it didn't even have a campaign basically to really put into perspective guys on the year one anniversary they came out with campaign they had a new multiplayer sort of arena mode and then everything after that started to be almost monthly content updates if not like bi-monthly but they were constantly putting out videos showing what they were going to be doing. They were doing streams, interacting with the community. Um, and, but there is like no shortage of content. And then they even eventually came out with like their seasons. That wasn't something they had right away, which is sort of what we have initially. But my point is, is that like that game is so stable now and it just keeps growing and getting better with the content. I think they've even taken some things out and rotated things in. And we've seen that happen with Destiny 2, for example. I think Halo Infinite... It's gonna get there, but I don't think it's reasonable to expect it to have gotten there right away. And that's what was hard looking back is when everyone was wanting the game right now, and it's like this is gonna be exciting, but for a real short time because you guys are basically asking for the pizza out of the oven before the crust has gotten like just lightly browned. It's not even browned yet, and you're saying you're ready now. You're hungry for it now. Well, it's not going to be finished, and you're going to be kind of unsatisfied, and then you're going to be like, that wasn't good. I should have waited. Why isn't it done? (laughs) Yeah, you know, one of the things that I think, and we we got to move on here, but one of the things that that I think is kind of unfair is people go, well, they made sure that the store gets updated with new cosmetics every week. They made sure they got that out on time. They they can't get co-op and forge, but they can make sure they have new cosmetics to sell us. I don't, you know, call me crazy or call me controversial, but... I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think what they're. I don't think that's like a bad. It's not even a bad look because they gave the game out for free. The entire existence of this game's monetization. The only way that this multi-million-dollar studio or hundreds of multi-hundred-million-dollar studio can make this gigantic game and give it for free 
is because they have a built-in model to, to generate revenue. Yeah. You can't just have you can't just have six months of no new cosmetics, no new microtransactions put to the side so that you work on co-op and forge. You can't do that. And and it's it's crazy of us to ask them that. And then that's not me being a company shill. That's me saying they gave the game to people for free. They have to have a way to earn money. Of course, there was a proper plan put forward to have cosmetics roll out weekly because they got to have a way to have that income keep coming in. If there's, right. if there's no income, then the company, the business Excellent itself point, isn't a business anymore. Yeah. You know, so it makes sense. They have a different, the same team and the same like plan and path that's doing the cosmetics every week is not the same team and plan and that the, the co-op or the forge is on. They're two separate things. Right. And that one had to be in place to make this game beneficial. They can't just bring the monetization stuff out a year later when people have played the game for free for a year. How are you going to pay? This is a massively expensive game. This isn't an indie project. Yeah, and I don't blame them for kind of needing that in place as everything else kind of comes into the fold after. I mean, you got to have, like Brian said, you got to have a way to accumulate money. Otherwise, what's the point of even working on the future projects of the future Why seasons and updates? Why even make the Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, got to, got to, Levy's got to break somewhere, but um, with the understanding. Josh, can I play that clip? Absolutely, man. Can I play that? Clip? Love three four three though. I understand people being frustrated with them, and I think some of it. Well, I think a lot of it's valid, but it's just you know it's how people communicate it. Unfortunately. Yeah, man. Uh, I wish I had this clip pulled up quicker. I'm pulling it up right no, now. No, you're good. You're it's good. from so you should because we got yeah. How many reviews do we have? Like four? You said? Uh, I think four. And honestly, they're they're fairly short. So. And you don't think any of them are from Albino? Uh, no, because, um, yeah, did you, you mentioned that in the Discord to Brian. Yeah, because I did, I did listen. Okay, so just, just for, just in case, mm-hmm. uh, Albino's name is Christopher Dellinger. He's okay. not one of the reviews, uh, is he? No, I have not seen that yet. The last okay. review, so yeah, we heard you got that review up, buddy, and we definitely want to check that out. We want to read that. I want to make sure Brian reads it, but the last one we have up right now that's been published is from February 26th. So it looks okay. like it just so, hasn't yeah, we gone don't, up. We yet. don't have your um, review up, um, Albino, but because I, I listened to his clip earlier today and mm-hmm. it made me cheese smiling so hard, dude. This is such a nice clip. Oh, I can't wait and to hear he it. He wanted man. me to. He wanted me to read his review, but it, it hasn't got through the review process yet. It's not up for us, but but we will read that ASAP. Get, so yeah, let's yeah, read dude. Clip. Looking forward to it. Okay, here we go. This is from Albino Christopher Dellinger. Is it? Is it? Is it happening? Is it working? No, we don't I, know. She was alive when I last saw her. <laughs> there you go. Boys, coming at you like I was just ejected from a giant red stapler. Oh, shit. It's your sacred staple. <laughs> like Milton. Albino. Oh, shit. Man, guys, I've been waiting to find the perfect topic to put in a clip to the show. And, man, what better topic than to say, Brian's going to have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Erica yeah. and Brian, congrats. I wish you and your little one happiness and health. Thank you so next much, great dude. journey. Uh, I just want to say, as a new dad myself, only being about like 21 months ahead of Brian in that journey, wow. I am so glad Brian started playing Horizon Forbidden West on ease mode. Because <laughs> if you think life was challenging before, you ain't seen nothing yet. I'm talking Halo 2 Legendary, and this jackal's in the courtyard. <laughs> like, it took me three days after seeing your news to get around to making this clip. My son Ray, don't worry, Josh, he's not the chosen one. No, <laughs> on my stomach. It took out the whole house in a matter of twenty-four hours. But for every challenge like that, there's a small miracle that you'll get to experience. 
from the first finger clasp, the first head lift, roll, crawl, walk, talk. It's all amazing, and it's going to make you the proudest dad in the world. All right, to wrap this up, I just wanted to ask that when you read your new five-star review, make sure Brian is the one reading it. You'll understand why. For sure. And maybe next time when I put on a clip, it'll be about Halo or something. <laughs> Keep it sacred. Ooh, that was good. That was good. That Man, was good. Dude, Albino, thank you so much, dude. Like, I, I, I was at work having a typical work day, which is usually more crappy, and I, I, I saw that your voice clip came in the email, and I listened to it in the lunchroom at work, and I had such a huge smile on my face, dude. It, uh, I really appreciate you, like, relaying your experience being 21 months ahead and, you know, rooting me on, dude. And I'm just, I'm incredibly excited for this next step, this great journey. Um, and you know, now I found out it's going to be a girl, which is awesome. Cause that's what we wanted. Brian's going to be calling um, me up and we'll randomly be, he'll call me up just to tell me how amazing it is being a dad. Cause you know, Brian, and it's, it's, I think it's the most romantic thing about Brian. It's really sweet. Brian will come, call me up. Sometimes we'll be talking and Brian will just be like, dude, that's so cool being married. He'll be like, it's so cool being married to Erica. He's like, Erica is so amazing. Erica, you this, Erica, that, and it's like it's it really so is. sweet. It's so sweet because most people by this point are like, "Oh, the old ball and chain." Brian's I know, like, "No, I, hate I really that, enjoy hanging." Brian's like, "I really enjoy hanging out with my wife," and it's just really sweet to hear. And uh, it it it's gives me, even though I'm older, with Brian having more experience in in being married, um, it definitely gives me. Uh, it paints a good picture for me, and that's really, really cool. Uh, it's really great to hear. So I, I hate know that people do that, dude. They're like, "Yeah, until I, I made the dumb mistake to marry the old, <laughs> the old hag." When people do that, I'm like, "Oh, oh well, okay." But no, uh, hey, thanks for sending that in uh, on Brian's behalf too, man. And we will make sure uh, that Brian reads that one the moment it comes in, uh, which I'm I'm sure is going to be by next week's episode. So we will make sure we get that one read. And also, man, about Ray being the chosen one, I don't actually well. Okay, I mean, it should be Anakin, but I love Ray. And Daisy was in a recent interview, and they asked her about Ray, and she was like, I'll always be Ray. I'll always be Ray. And I was I like, oh, my Ray God, so I love you so much. Hit me up. Hit me up at Jurassic Joshy on Twitter. Hey, maybe maybe my daughter could go as Ray one of these Halloweens when she's two or three or four. That'll be cool. Yeah. You guys could take her to like, Galaxy's Ray is Edge, a character man. character for little girls, right? Yeah, no, hell yeah. You got plenty of good, uh, good, strong female characters in Star Wars, too. I mean, there's, there's. Don't get me wrong. There's more than just Ray. But Ray's a great she choice. Was the center of a trilogy. Honestly, Ray's, Ray's a great choice, especially for a kid getting to watch those. Absolutely. But no, man, I love you for that reference, though. Yeah, but, that was uh, hilarious. But that's a great name for a kid, and 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 thank you so much, dude. So sweet, so great to hear your voice, and love to keep it sacred. I uh, love all the the Halo references and stuff like that. And no, you guys don't ever have to send Halo related stuff in, but it's it's just great to hear from you guys. And if that you was say great. it's gonna get hard, like Halo Two Legendary, like that is really hard and that's scary. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather take my chances with Halo Two Legendary than anything. Yeah. Souls. So here's or here's what's gonna happen. Brian will have so Brian will have like six pack layered uh, bags under his eyes. But he will be here with those bags under his eyes telling me, dude, being a dad's the greatest thing. <laughs> he will. He will. And I love dude, that about I thought, him. yeah, I thought marriage would be awesome, and then it turned out to be even cooler. So, uh, yeah, hopefully you it's thought it would be cool. And it was extremely cool. Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, throwback right there. That's an old sacredism right there. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Coming back mm. to this. Thank you so much, Albano. I appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you so much. Can't wait for that. All right, uh, Josh, let's get to those reviews. Man. Hell yeah, yep. buddy, baby. 
let's see what do we got here we got one these are from audible so these, these couples okay. are from audible Dope. um which again we we kind of we're a little behind on guys because we forget to check other places we forget you can leave those in other places so if you leave it somewhere we haven't seen just let us know we absolutely want to read it and give you attention and give you the spotlight um these two are anonymous this one says best halo podcast been listening to it on Apple Podcasts until it was turned explicit. Been dying without it. So glad I got it back. That was the that was that one. And thank you. Must but, be must be someone under eighteen. Yeah, I don't know how that works though, but that's interesting. Yeah, but, it kind of hey. sucks. I mean, well, for you guys, I can't remember if I ever said this on the podcast or not, but I got an email on the Sacred Icon podcast account from somebody who listened, saying they really enjoyed the podcast, they really liked me and Josh, but some of the cussing. Here and there was too much for them, and they really sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> and they really wished that we would cut it out. And I, I very kindly replied, and I was like, oh, I'm really sorry about that. You know, we try to watch ourselves, but you know, I can't promise you that there's not going to be any cussing ever on the podcast. So, so they, you're not alone, Josh. But uh, oh. so I told, so they told, they asked me, they're like, well, I think if you're not going to remove cussing i think the least you could do is make it explicit so i thought you know what that's fair he's right you know if, mm-hmm. if, if the cussing's gonna be there then i can make it explicit so i turned the explicit uh notification thing on, on i do enjoy it. not swearing that's that, you know it's it's nice to say like uh instead of you know like god damn it or something it's nice to say gosh darn it i love it well i like i mean i i think i mean <laughs> jo- jokes jokes that have like the word ass or shit in them are way funnier than if you change it to Butt or poop, usually. Yeah, but poop's <laughs> hilarious. So Poop can be pretty funny. Yeah, poop can be sure. pretty funny. But, hey, thank you for that, whomever thank you, you are. Um, and it's good to be aware of that stuff. Uh, this next one says, again, anonymous, says, Amazing podcast and host. Absolutely an amazing podcast. Great content. Awesome vibe. Fantastic host. Try it. You'll love it. I love this because the the host is like singular, but uh, but there's two of us. Like, we're just one voice, Josh. <laughs> we're one entity, Brian. So, yeah. uh yeah, no, no, no. But hey, thanks so much. Um, I, and I love it. Try it. You'll love it. Ooh. Ah, try it. You'll love it. Josh, I feel like if we were like one hit, one body with two heads, I feel like you would control all the like functions for belching and gas. Nice. Hell yeah, man. Thank you. I feel like that'd be we'd, be the, we'd be those two dudes from uh, The Phantom Menace uh, commentating on the pod race scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, Josh, did you just shit your pants again? You'd be like, yes, I did. Sorry, Brian. Oh, man, I can't even And I'd be like, correction, our pants. (laughs) Yeah, did you feel down there? It's got you too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those peanut M&Ms have arrived. Okay, the next one we got is from our buddy Stephen Lass. We're ensuring that no women listen to this podcast. Thank you. Uh, Our next one is from... No, yeah, you're just... And making me laugh. Uh, I love you, man. Uh, next one is from Stephen Laszlovy. So shout out to Stephen. Uh, I love Stephen. Best Halo podcast. Joshua and Brian have created the perfect blend of humor, nostalgia, news, and discussion. Each episode is full of life and intelligent discussion with a respectful and positive atmosphere. Man, isn't he just man. the sweetest? I like how he put that, like, it's like he gave it, like, the ingredients that makes up, like, our sacred icon shake, you know? <laughs> yeah, I got to it like I that. love it. Yeah. I love it, because the thing is, like, I think, like, some stuff we try to do, like, we try to be positive, um, but I get, actually, I think that's pretty much the only thing we try, like, 
I think the only thing we put effort towards is being positive. I think like humor and like discussion and like relaxation and just chill stuff. I think that's just me and Josh. Relaxation make it sound like ASMR. Hey everybody, yeah. welcome to another episode of the Sacred Icon Podcast. You're listening to the Sacred Icon Podcast. Oh! <laughs> three dog style. What was it? Three dog. Oh my yeah. god. Three dog. Man. Yeah. Oh, geez. All three. Man, I, I was that. dude. That I got so much uh, Fallout nostalgia the other day. I was in my car and I got this one playlist with like songs I like, but also just songs from gaming soundtracks and stuff. And uh, fucking Adam Bomb Baby comes on from Fallout, and I just hear like <laughs> Adam Bomb Baby, Adam Bomb, Adam. I want you in my wigwam. <laughs> He's just the way I wanted to be. Oh man, I love that song so much. Like if you go back to when you were little playing but like Toy Story Two, Buzz Lightyear, The Rescue, if I had showed you that song and said this is from one year, a game you're gonna love in the future, you'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> like what? <laughs> then fast forward to those years like, later, I'm like, Adam Bomb, baby. That don't say <laughs> like that don't sound anything like you got a friend in me. <laughs> like yeah, like, no. Adam Bomb, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will go <laughs> sailing no more. Beautiful. Uh, hey, Stephen, thank you so much for that. All right, we got review. one more review. Yes, one more, and this is from Rodan. This is Rodan. Ooh, another Rodan, state. you had let us know. I think a couple weeks ago, we did not forget, buddy. You had left this on. I forget the website it was at, but I did take a screenshot of this review. Ooh, that was stellar, guys. Do you catch that, man? Brian, I, I don't. I know you've been on Twitter. You didn't see, but there was literally no. I well, I put it in the Discord too. We literally have fucking seasoning at work now that's called these nuts. I saw that. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Josh, tell me, tell me, tell me what the difference is. This is lot, this is kind of like a hit me up with the sound, but it's not. Okay. What's the difference between these nuts.com and these nuts.org? <laughs> these nuts.org? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I like, I so I like the sound of these nuts.org way better than com. These org okay, sounds like what, an organization of these nuts. Okay, well tell me what goes on differently at these nuts.org slash these the, uh, dot org, uh, it's a whole entire factory. It's like a warehouse of these nuts. And just tons and of guys in there just sweaty balls. What's that? So there's 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 a huge warehouse at these nuts.org. It's just sweaty balls, yeah, at .org just swinging left and That's right. That's weird because like usually like commercial items or things you sell are at .com, but you're saying they're at .org. No, they do it differently at these nuts.org. <laughs> these nuts, not even a dot. No, you just type these nuts org. These nuts org. You know what? You know what? This is this is this is so stupid. But like, so I was just telling Creighton this because it was kind of like a it was like a Arvet family type thing. So like, okay. Erica was making pasta and garlic bread for for dinner. Okay. So when I got off work, I wanted to let her know how many pieces of garlic bread I wanted. Three. So I just instead of instead of I didn't give her any context. I just texted. I just sent Erica a text that said two garlic. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I said. Just. Two garlic. <laughs> Brian sends me this know. message one day. The most, the most he's ever made me laugh. I'm literally sitting right next to him, and we're watching. We're we're we're, we're about You've to said start this before, Blade Runner. I know, but we're about to start Blade Runner 2049. And Brian randomly messages me. I look down at my phone. I get an alert from Brian. And and I'm sitting says, right next to him. Sitting right next to me, and it says "butthole hijinks millennia." <laughs> I remember. I looked up. I looked up at Brian with this like stumped look on my face, like "huh." And Brian's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then I lost it, and then we were like slack, like literally sleeping, like we were about to fall out of our seats, literally laughing. And then I think uh, Brian, or no, Creighton, or and, and his wife, I think, were, were coming into the room, and they're like, "What happened?" And I show up, Creighton. It's like what Creighton started laughing. Yeah. Anyway, what I love on, about Creighton is he'll he'll laugh, and then he'll just be like, "You're an idiot." Yeah, I miss Creighton so much. But hey, on to Rodan's review. Um, 
he gave it uh, five garlic out of five. So, Ooh. yeah, very nice. Uh, he said, Sacred Icon is the best Halo-focused podcast you can imagine. Two friends that love Halo, conversing naturally about the universe while building an awesome community and fostering a wholesome atmosphere. If you are even mildly interested in the lore of Halo, the nostalgia of classic multiplayer, or the hype of upcoming games, you need to check out Sacred Icon. Josh and Brian, hit me up with the sound of Master Chief and Arbiter playing Halo LAN circa 2004. Keep it sacred. What would that sound like, Brian? You give me a hit me up. In, t- in, t- in typical, in typical uh, Brian and Josh play co-op fashion, I'll be Master Chief, and you can be Arbiter. Okay. Okay? So we're at a LAN party right now. So I'll be like, okay, um, let me see here. I don't want to do this. Um, hey, you just took off with my warthog. Come back here with my warthog. Uh, <laughs> I need to go pick up rockets at mid. <laughs> That's kind of good. No, don't don't go for rock rockets. Go for dual dual magnums, dual Halo Three. You don't magnums. know what you're talking about. Trust me, you will live a lot longer. Do Halo Three dual magnums? Do it. <laughs> Lieutenant Cameron's like, ee! oh wait, Brian's making the troll face right now. Oh my god, do it. Lieutenant Cameron's like, hell yeah, dual magnums. Oh my god. It's never now and now now Arbiter's laying on the ground dead because he went with the Magnums and then me as Master Chief I come over and I'm like I don't know what you're talking about check out these nuts and I just crouch over his face man I like it we got a power transfer going on here this is really cool yeah. it's nice to hear you I say really these channeled nuts. the these nuts here haven't yeah I? I really like that hopefully that was good enough for you uh, <laughs> hey you made us both laugh so thank you for that that was good that yeah. was fun <laughs> all right Josh we're good to go into the business and hell yeah the man, take us into the business guys as you know if you want to support us monetarily for as low as one dollar you can go to sacred icon um wait a minute josh it's been so long what the heck is it no it's all right let me okay there we go let me get it i got it back here we go get it i want to have it get it i want to have it already josh is like whoa i just i was waiting for like the second part of that get it i want to get it have it feel me smell me taste me take me to the edge i don't even know what's happening anyway feel me want me take me you For as low as one dollar monetarily, if you want to support us, it's at patreon.com slash sacred icon. You can have your name mentioned at the end of the podcast all the way up to being on the podcast with us. Just go to patreon.com slash sacred icon. If you want to send us an email or a voice clip about anything and everything, send it to sacred icon podcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow Josh on Twitter, he's at Jurassic Joshy. If you want to follow Sacred Icon on Twitter, it's at Sacred Icon Pod. I'm currently not using it, but if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Brian's Bane. Uh, Brian what else is there, Josh? Discord. If you want to join our Discord community, just go to discord.gg slash sacred icon. Everyone's welcome. We got the I don't think URL that links back. up anymore, so if you guys don't... No, we got it. We got it back. We got it back like Somebody a buck crack? boosted it. Boom. Back like a buck... Back like a buck crack! You know, Dizzy style. Love it. Dizzy style. In case you didn't know. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it, Josh. Did I forget anything? No, I, I think you got it, baby. All right. Ready for the patron shout-outs? Hell yeah. Let's go long. right into it. Bada bing, bada boom. It's been too long. Since we've had the patron shout-outs. <laughs> I'm living for this. Brian's got some Hello. That's the background singers. Hello. Hello. Um, oh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Richie, hit me with it. And then we I also got it in your eyes. You know what's funny? You know what's, you know what's really stupid? <laughs> when I see when I see the the Batman, I see Zoe Kravitz. I can I just can't forget 
about the headline I read once about the one time her dad, Lenny Kravitz, was dancing on stage and his leather pants ripped and one of his balls fell out. Yeah, he just got one testicle showing. Just hey one. guys. They just, now they call him the One Nut Wonder. The One Nut Wonder? Nice. Yep. No, I made that up. I was hoping you'd laugh, but you didn't. His testicle comes out. Are you going to go my way? <laughs> oh, you got me. All right. Here we go. We got Lisa McCreary. I think that's a new. Oh, Lisa. Yeah, Lisa. That is so cool to see. Uh, shout out, Lisa, if you're listening to this. So Lisa is an old friend from the Red vs. Blue days, Rooster Teeth days of old. Mm. I still have so many friends that um, that I knew on there that I'm still friends with on Facebook and uh uh, yeah, no, I, I posted that on uh, my Instagram story, and then she did that, and I reached out to her, and I was like, Lisa, oh my god, thank you. So, so we'll, she will now, f- from now on, be known as RVB Lisa. RVB Lisa? <laughs> yeah, well, Lisa, thank you so much. You're so sweet for yeah, that. Yeah, we really appreciate you. Yeah, you so that really means a lot. Coming here all this time later and yeah. supporting us. Next, we got Sparky's, who's a sacred boy and will be on the show soon. Sparky. He's what comes out of my, what do you call those little things that you, is it firecrackers? What's the little thing you... You hold, when there's fireworks, you hold in your hand and it just sparkles. Sparklers. Sparklers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sparklers. It's not this sparklers. This episode sparklers. has been sponsored by Sparkies. Sparky Sparklers. Sparky Sparklers. The best brand you don't know about. Yes. Very Forks, good. Washington, USA. Josh, give, give me a, give me an, give me a, like the voice of Arbiter talking about Sparky Sparklers. Sparky Spark Plugs. No, I can't do that without, no. Nah, plugs? The, hey, I'm the Arbiter and I've been living out in Alabama for a while. Got myself a fresh new accent and, uh, Very nice. you know, Roll Tide. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> come on down like- to Sparky Spark Plugs. We don't got none of that covenant bullshit here. We got that freshly fried UNSC godly good good goody goods i got nothing i don't like texas accent arbiter at all i'm not gonna lie he's my favorite now oh maybe he'll come in a in a future season past yeah. texas arbiter what's uh, let me look up a line <laughs> hang on let me look up an arbiter line real quick i gotta i gotta quote the arbiter with that accent that's uh sounds amazing to me now i'm gonna have to start uh i'm gonna have to start doing uh intros with the arbiter quote kill me or release me parasite but do not waste my time with talk. <laughs> See, you say it in that voice, and I just picture some dude showed up to like a, it's like a pest control guy with like a oh, vacuum like sprayer thing to <laughs> treat the house. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Can you can you say that one? Okay, give me another one. <laughs> Your ignorance already destroyed one of the sacred rings, demon. It shall not harm another. <laughs> Oh my god! You said demons, how you gonna excise someone? You guys, you know what we need to do sometime. Let us know if you want this. We'll take some scripts from the Halo games, okay. and Brian and I will go back and forth without planning, and we'll read it in goofy voices for you guys. That just sounds like such a fun time. Okay, right Josh, now. I want you to give me a line, but do it in the in the the voice of the police commissioner from the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find an iconic line. That sounds hilarious. Okay, I'll do a three four three guilty spark one. <clears throat> Hey, after exhausting every strategic attempt, my creators fired the rings. They in the every century life form within three radii of the galactic center died as planned. Would you like to see the relevant data? Tartarus, the prophets have betrayed us. Oh my god. <laughs> I can get you for assaulting an officer. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Next we got It's Yachty, who sent Thank me an so amazing... 
Thank you, that Yachty. was awesome. That yeah. was hilarious. I got some genuine laughs. It's Yachty who sent me an amazing video. Yachty! Congratulating me on being a future dad here. Hell yeah, Thank dude. So His much, video dude. Was, was so sweet. So That was hard. Great family, too. Great family. All right, from here on forth, uh, Josh, I'm going to I'm gonna do this fast, so you better say peace Oh, Fast quick, and Furious? Okay. Fast and Furious. Too Fast and Furious for these nuts. There it is again. Yeah. There it is again. Look Next, we you. got Hocus Locust. Hocus Locust. Better than Hocus Pocus. He- Thank you so much. Love oh, you. Yeah, appreciate the yeah. appreciate the support. We got Dark Chaos Five Eighty. Who goes to Hot Topic at all days of the week? Love Thank it you so much. They got some great love stuff. You. We got Phantom who lives in Hot Topic in the corner in the shadows. We love you. <laughs> Thank you. So I much love for it. Your Thank you, Phantom. We got Blind Valkyrie. Don't worry, Halo Show is going to be cool. Thank you. Hell yeah, Blind Appreciate Valkyrie. you so much. Yeah, thank you. We got William Green. My pastor's last name is Green, so you got to be a good dude. Thank you, William Green. <laughs> Thank Appreciate you so much. You. We got Kevin Benson. Go back to episode ninety nine where he was on and he talked. Ninety nine, Kevin Benson. Awesome guy. Great guy. I love you, man. Thank you so much. Next, we got Albino, a sacred staple, who left us that graceful, great amazing, voice clip. Amazing. Thank you. Can't so wait much. to read your review you, thank you so much we got uh ira from i i why can't i never remember it i love it it slows you down dude it's, ira it's, thank it you so slows much me that so much. it's i it's i irving tv i do this every time Brian, you trip I balls every time you get to that name i, I hope he it. doesn't just get pissed every time. no no ira, he doesn't i love you dude <laughs> we love okay, you ira thank you so much got that right next we got i'm like a bird only that's what that's what brian's butt cheeks does right after he gets fat patties Fat patties. Yeah. yeah, I just sit down. And I go true. Got the like, that's actually. <laughs> I think that's my voice, but it's just the cheeks flapping. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. And then after the cheek flap, you got the AJ's dank. You go, damn, get that out of here. Spray that shit <laughs> off. Okay. Thank you so much for that support, AJ's dank. We love you. Next, we got Evan Leah. Dude, so much. I hope uh, your career endeavors are just super amazing. Yeah, I can't wait to see what you do next. And thank yeah, you. Yeah, so you only go up from here, dude. Time. We love you. Thank you so much for supporting us. It was a, it's amazing to have you here. It really is. Next, we got Elliot Finn, friend of Alex Harus. I love Elliot so much. I can't wait to see. Super his supportive. On thank you so much. Next, we got the guy who says huh, Fallout seventy six. That's crap. I'm playing Fallout one fifty two. Adam bomb, so baby. Crap. You know, Adam bomb. Adam bomb. Adam bomb. Adam bomb. Next, we have. Owen, the Lego King, who says, Mega Blocks, not for me. Hell yeah, Owen. Hell yeah. <laughs> Josh, can you be up with the tune of Menadeus? Menadeus, 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 oh, oh, Menadeus. Look up the Menadeus, Brian, in the corner, going by with that back. Brian was, man, Brian is vibing with it every time. I swung I my it. head around so much, my headphones fell off. Yeah, they did start falling off. And then the turkey lady came out, she took all of her clothes off, and she said, look at that! <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. good! Oh my god, that's impressive. Uh, next we got, he's a rebel, he's a saint, Shin Rebel. Shin Rebel, thank you so much. You so much. Next we have Ascending from the Ashes, Born Anew, Irish Phoenix. Man, Brian's face on I that. I wish you could I see was... what I do when I do that Irish Phoenix. I, I, I get taller, and I like raise my head. You raise me up! Man, yeah, his shoulders cool. got so broad in that, and then his fist came up, so and his broad. eyes got so like wide. I was so Favre impressed. when he played basketball. What? Exactly. <laughs> Sorry about that, Shipley's. <laughs> Next we have, he's not the cool shark. He's not the dope shark. The lame he's the shark. lame shark. Love him. But he's better Love than Love your all. Instagram, you so too, man. Next time I go to the club, I'm not doing the dab. I'm doing the dab. The dab. Thank you so much That's for that support. That's the only move to Appreciate do. you. Kevin Nelson, I hope that you learn to play basketball as good as Brett Favre one day. And Get out, I don't even Brian. know what to make. Get out. I don't even know what to make of that, do you? You have no idea. Next, we have Demon256, who has 256 more megabyte in his arm. 256 megabytes. 256 megabytes. I don't know. 250 Next, we have Eric Milligan, who says, you know what? I saw that you ran a touchdown. Let me call him all again. 
That's over with. Thank Brian, you so Brian, I'm a, yeah, we're gonna do this next up next episode. I think I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna say okay, what's the, what do you call this position? The person who throws the ball, a uh, touchdown rebounder. What do you call this position? The person who carries the ball. The guy who carries the ball. Yeah, that's the eyebrow bouncer. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh man, they we're gonna call have him that fun. because he's always the the ball. His eyebrow always goes over top of the ball. We we need a fun episode like that, guys. Seriously, let us know what you think. We'll do the script reading and some goofy voices. You guys can even vote. Um, and then we'll do. Some, Josh is uh, like, please, I want to do the goofy. I, I, yeah, well, we might do them anyway. Next, we have the sexy bearded Jared Hartley. Thank you, so Jared much. Hartley, the king of selfies. Ooh, I like this next one. This next one we have is called a spacebound rocket ship, and I'm ready to and I'll be ready to ready to <laughs> two hundred fifty thousand miles, and I'll keep on loving. Sorry, going on. I know. Next, you're we good. got going. Don't stop. Small Print TV, who is a mod and used to do videos for us before me and Josh said, you know what? Nah. We're going to take a break on YouTube. But hey, Joe's killing it, playing Elden Ring, doing a streaming. Be sure and yep. check his stuff out. He's like, Elden Ring ain't no thing. That's what he's thinking. That's he's he's crushing boxing that game, man. Crushing. And then, and then, then Preyanshu comes in there. He's like, man, it's getting hard. And then, and then Joe's just like, get good. Man, love Prey. Love you, Prey. Man, Thank every so time much, still Prey. tagging me Another in those Saturday mod. posts and Friday love posts. You. you know what, Prey? It's so funny. Every it's time so it's a Friday, and I'll wake, I'll be asleep for work because I work Friday nights. And then I wake up and I see that post of uh, James Bond being like, "Ladies and gentlemen, it's the weekend," and I'm like, "God damn it!" Because I work Fridays, <laughs> but I love when I see you do that, and I love the Saturday ones. So I love getting. And we here can't. We can't forget Aaron, our other no, who has an amazing Instagram as well. So puts up some fat dope. Seriously, like those mods right there, you guys have kept us like you. You've been there like a a supportive. You raise me up. How's that go, Brian? Now Josh is doing. That's pretty good. That was actually better than mine. That was good. I like that. Don't tell yourself. Next we have Cameron eighty eight, who got the arbiter killed for making him use dual wield dual wielded Halo three magnum. (laughs) Thank you so much for your support, bro. It's because you weren't carrying the camera. Next we got Colton Pittman, who plays for the. Um, let's go with uh, the Dolphins. Colton yeah. Pittman plays Colton for the Dolphins. I like that. Okay, at least that's you my know favorite. What... That's my favorite golf. Brian, team, name honestly. me two other. Jesus Christ, name me two other. <laughs> there it is. Name me two other football teams. Bengals, Rams, Titans. Nice, not bad. That's three. Yeah, I mean, that's three. Uh, we got the Chiefs. We got the Packers. We got oh the not Vikings. What else we got? We got uh, the Browns. Yep. Uh, we got the Lions. Man, okay, okay, that's actually pretty good, Brian. I, don't I mean, even know I, I, I joke that I don't know basketball. as much as I do. I know, but I, I know. You know. Buccaneers. Uh, I used to call them the Buchaners as a kid. The Buchaners. That's yeah. pretty cool, actually. Buccaneers. I like that. Um, what else we got? Um, oh, let me let me get one more before I get out of here. Oh, the oh, Colts. Yeah? There you go. And the Chicago what? Patriots. Okay, what's the Chicago team? The Chicago team. Yeah. Well, for basketball, it's Bulls, but I'm right. I don't know. There is. Is there an NFL Chicago team? Man, you're going to be so frustrated with yourself. It's the Bears. Duh, Bears. Oh, duh. Of course. Of course. <laughs> what's the Next baseball we got team, Brian? Brian, what's the baseball team? For Chicago? Yeah. Uh, the, the Cubs. Yep, and then we have the White Sox. Not bad, though. Brian Freak, a round of applause. I did what I can. Do what I can. I'm here all week. Thank you. Now I'm done Next applauding. That's just me batting. staple, Rodan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rodan, thank you so much. I said, I'm trying to move on, and Josh is like, no, not yet. I'm not ready. <laughs> Uh, next, when I get up for breakfast in the morning, I think the first thing I'll do is butter my waffles. Thank you so much butter for your support. Nuts. Next, we have David Wyant, the creator of Sacred Icon uh, Bingo. Thank butter my so waffles. Thank you support. so much, David. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Love you. Next, we have ACDC Outlaw. Hit me up with that sound, Josh. Bring it back. Bring it back. 
I think that just went off the rails a little bit, but okay. Bit, but <laughs> Next we have Descending <laughs> from you. the Ceiling with his web butthole. Hey, guys. It's Caleb Webster. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you so much. Next we have Chris Greco, Miguel. Have you seen my Greco? It's Chris Greco. Josh says do it one more time. Josh, Brian, I can't believe you could do it again because it's been so long. I said, Josh, hold your pants because I'm about to do it two more times. It's Chris Greco, Miguel. Have you seen my Greco? It's Chris Greco. It's Chris Greco. Three times. There it is. Next, we got our boy Tony, who's ever so supportive. Lovely dude. I hope your work situation's going good. You will be on the podcast with us soon. We love you, Tony. Thank you so much. Love you so, so much, Tony. Seriously. Next, we have the sequel to the worst film that Christopher Columbus ever made, Pixel Freaks. Pixel Freaks. Hey, real quick, quick shout out to Tony, dude. I meant to tell you. He sent me um, via Instagram a video of him. He was driving and talking and just saying how much just he appreciates us. Just to summarize how much he appreciates us. And loves the content we put out awesome. and, and what the discussions we have compared to some others out there. And that just, Tony, that meant a lot. And I just wanted to tell you about that, Brian, because I forgot about it. It does, man. Everybody go listen to the song he put out, dude, because it's fire. It's yes. actually fire. Yes. And, and you know what? I feel like the typical podcast host thing to do is just say his song's fire because that's a nice thing to say. But I think I've listened to the song that he put out probably 20, 30 times. I man, I'm trying to think of the lyrics. It was like, in on, in on. I can't remember. I, I'm, I'm totally blank, mm. uh, blanking on it. But it's Crisis Culture. They're up on Spotify. Go check them out. Very cool. Our buddy Tony sings in that. But Brian, who was our one after Tony? I'm so sorry. Oh, Pixel Freaks. Pixel Freaks, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Next we have, not the junior grunt, not the queen grunt. It's the king King grunt. grunt. You had a great tweet Appreciate recently. You. Thank you so much. Josh, you know, I was playing Elden Ring, Here and I thought I thought that I was making really good process, progress, and then I went to this room, and I couldn't see anything. It was pitch black dark, and then I the boss, like, got up, the, like, the boss was, like, above me, yes. and the boss raised up and stood up, and I, I realized what was happening. Aries 0430's mustache. There it is. Love it. Brian's created with that every DM. I know I got I got to work on it now because now you're catching on. So I got to. Hey, you're good, man. Time. You're good. I love it. Next, we got not the Phantom Menace. It's the Montana Menace. The Montana Lovely Menace. Dude. So glad you're here. Thank you. Next, we got Green Plumber. Goes by another name. What is it, Josh? Fucking Ouija. Gonna, gonna come on, on here soon, soon, and we're probably too. gonna talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Ha ha ha! Can't wait. You know what? Know what? You know what? We're gonna know what Green Plumber's gonna say when he gets What's he gonna say, say? I wanna talk about me. We wanna talk about I. I wanna talk about number one. Don't buy me my. What I think, what I know, what I want, what I see. I wanna talk about you, 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 after I get done buttering my waffles, I'm going to eat my favorite cereal because I actually didn't feel like waffles that morning. Cody-O's. Oh, Thank you so shit, much, Cody. Cody-O's. Watch Appreciate you. Next, we got Joshy Big Boy, who's making Josh seem ever so teeny every day of the week. <laughs> Thank you so much, Joshy Big Boy. I love it. Thank you, Josh. Next, we have the largest NASCAR Thunder 2003 oh. enthusiast. It's Ryan Barca. <gasps> Ryan Barca? Thank you so much for that. Next, we have Dustin Mondre, the coolest, newest dad for at least six months. And then... You'll just be the coolest, Dad. You won't be the newest, Aww. the coolest. The compliment within but, that. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see <laughs> where it goes. Thank you so much, Dustin. Next, we got Anthony Nicolosi. Looking forward to playing this game this year. Entertainment. I'm sure it comes out this year. That's what I hear. Hell yeah. Next, we got Corey Hanks. Awesome dude. Speaks his mind. Going to be on the podcast again yeah, soon Yeah, I can't here. wait to talk to you again, man. It's been a while. 
It's been a while since I saw Corey Hames through my web page. It's been a while. Next we have Brent Onimo, who's also going to be on our podcast. He is from the Oni Nightwire podcast. Hell yeah, man. Great with you, dude. Can't wait to talk to you again, Brent. That was, dude, that was seriously a blast last time. Next we have Dropping Through the Sin with that Hormel Chili Drop Pod. It's Mikey Cosplay. Hell yeah. Are those those double XP uh, bonuses still active, man? Because let me get some of that. He has been with us for so long. I don't, I literally don't remember Sacred Icon. I don't remember it before that, yeah. And he does his but own do podcast, The Crypt. Um, be sure and check I actually out. do remember the first time I ever heard or saw from though is when he sent in the Halo Means to Me video. Oh, yep. I remember yeah. him a bit before in the car. that. I do remember him briefly before that. But that was when, again, you started to become more aware of um, of those like him because, yeah, you got to see their faces and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Next, we got Ian Big Dog Mills, the eSports Dude, he is we killing it lately on his streams and everything he's trying to do. Really? Ian, dude, it is blowing my mind how much you're running with stuff and just how successful it's going. And, dude, I, I just wish you the best and just all the growth because, man, you you got it and you deserve it. Yeah, dude, I love Ian. He's always been, like, every time I see that dude, I just want him to achieve He's everything. clutch, man. I, I love Ian. I love yeah. Next, we have the spiciest of all meme lords is Photon. Photon! So Photon, yes. Love you, Photon. Uh, next we have KN Nick who says, you know what? Podcast is quality. Sure, I'll support it. <laughs> big. I love you, KN Nick. Big. Thank you. Next we have every time. Oh, so I watched The Dark Knight recently, and there's that scene before Joker comes into the party. There's that party where uh, um, Bruce Wayne is hosting, like for Harvey Dent, as like an ad campaign. Yeah. You know, this is the one that, that Joker crashes. Yeah. And when I see Christian Bale come in on that, like, helicopter or whatever and get out of it, with a girl on each arm. I always picture Trevor Polky. Like, that's what I picture. <laughs> Except the only difference is Trevor Polky would have a hell of a lot more than Me and Brian, you remember that video I sent you where I was, like, doing his voice? I sent that, or I, I showed the source video of that that I got it from to everyone at Tabletop last week. Dude, they were dying. That guy who does, I, th- I can't remember if I've actually showed you the source video, but he's the one who's like, what is it? My father was a gamer and a weeb. One night he gets real oh, gassed up on his G Fuel, crazier than usual. <laughs> Mommy grabs the Wi-Fi to defend herself, but he doesn't like that. Not <laughs> one bit. <laughs> yeah, Daddy that was goes hilarious. to turn on the 4G. Yeah, it was, oh, it was so good. It was I, I like that, dude. I know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, next we have the Shipleys. The Shipleys! We honestly just love more than WandaVision. Yeah. And absolutely. Josh ain't no fan of Wanda anyways. Yeah, I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to the Wanda fans out there. But hey, I like that you guys like Wanda. And it doesn't stop me from, you know, appreciating that you guys enjoy Wanda. But hey, the Shipleys love you guys so much. Josh is like, it's okay if you like it, but it's trash. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, I just, no, next no, we no, have the Wanda. OG Halo podcaster and our second longest supporting patron. Dusto! Dusto! Thank you so much for the support. That was Love you. Good. I thought you were gonna go longer. It was, it was honestly. I thought about it, then I was being real considerate of you, and I thought. And Josh, who do we have finally? Our longest running patron supporter. Who is it? Matthew Salvatore. Is that right? Because we lost yep. Glass. We lost our buddy Glass. Gotta give another shout out to him for losing him on there. There's a little. There's a little gravestone on my Patreon. <laughs> hey, Matthew Salvatore, man. Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. Love you so much. Love all you guys on the Patreon. All you guys off the Patreon. Be sure and come check us out on there. Get your name shouted out. We say stuff about you. We have a little bit more fun, and you guys help us extend the episode. 
thus giving you guys extra content to pass the shift. But thus, here we are at the end of all things, Brian. The end of all things. Go Don't home. Go. Plant your acorns. Watch them grow. Today's my 111th birthday! <laughs> Proud feet! Uh, Proud balls! In a did, you ever see, did you ever see what Matthew Salvatore thought of the Batman? I was kind of curious. I can't I remember off the top of my head, Matt. You'll have to let us know. I wonder what he man. thought about it. Yeah, I can't remember. I think he liked it, though. I do think he liked it. Mm. Mm. It is interesting to see how my hair has gone all over the place now that the episode is over. Brian stays in one place because he's got that, that Frodo hair. I uh, yeah, it's 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 taken it's taken years. It's years. taken years, years. Josh, if you could leave one Halo game in a time capsule, which one would you leave in a Halo two? Capsule? Halo two. Nah, yeah, yeah. And what? And you had to leave one sentence on a note to go with it. What would you say? Friendship. <laughs> That's just one word, but okay, yeah, nice yeah. friendship. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful, Josh. Yep. No, now, uh, no, what I would do. Brian's like, I'm put Halo five. I, what? I put Halo five, and I put a note that says Warden Eternal. Jesus. <laughs> you put it. You put you put Halo Five in there, and then it, people open it and they they read the note, and the note says, "Put it back. Put it back. Put it in. The we ground. don't want it. Put it back in the ground." The or I know. Cat, I know what. I know what the cynics. I know what the cynics are saying what right now. The the They're saying, "I put Halo Infinite in the time capsule. When I open it in thirty years, the rest of the content will be out." Man. Oh, there it is. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. It'll I get there. It'll get there. Yeah. No, I'm happy with the dude. It's funny. The funny thing is, is like, I like Halo Infinite better than Halo Five, but like, because Halo Infinite's new, I just it's even easier to appreciate Halo Five. You yep. know what I mean? Well, it's always easier to appreciate the, uh, I guess the what came before. Yeah, what came before, basically. Yeah. You get like, the that's the thing is like, if Halo Halo TV series comes out and people are like, oh, this show sucks, it's trash. Then season two comes out and they'll be like, oh, season two once sucks. You, it doesn't have the originality. Exactly. Well, once you had. get once you get to the new product. Then you're able, like, then then the focus is less singularly on that product that came before that it was once on, and that's you know, and plus five years or six years or whatever it was of being on Halo Five. It's now you can appreciate it with, and I have so much nostalgia. So yeah, love it, love it, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Sacred Icon Podcast. We love you so much. We hope you enjoyed it. Love you guys. And as always, keep it sacred.